Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Welcome to episode 122 of the Idol Matinee podcast. Sorry about last week, I said it was episode 122 when it wasn't. This week is episode 122. If I sound slightly stilted, it's because Greg is holding me hostage and he won't let me sing any Elvis Presley songs at the beginning or have any fun. Uh, this week, I'm here, my name is Ben and Johnny is... Call then. Oh, okay. Walk around the clock tonight, we're gonna rock, rock, rock till the morning. Light the gutter one, two, three, four, act around the clock. Oh, yeah, let's see who's here. Greg is here. Here is Greg. Hi. Hello. I'm here. Greg. Johnny's back and Johnny's back. I'm caught with a prat. And that is everyone here. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Automatic Podcast for another week. Uh, nothing much has happened this week, but let us just talk. Oh, actually, this is uh, some massive, major news this week. I don't know if anyone knows about this. Uh, Anna Karen died in a house fire. Uh, I don't know if you know so about. Forget about World War Three. Anna Karen. Yeah. Uh, who's, who's Anna Karen? I don't know who that is. Oh, so I'll, I'll give you a clue. I assume you were t- going to talk about the Russians invading uh, Ukraine, but uh, well, maybe talk about it later. Yeah. Listen to this. Here's a clue. Oh, far. Uh, well, oh, oh, Pauline Fowler. No, well, no Wendy on Richard, the bus. She's dead. Oh, on the buses. Oh, right, it's a good life on the hey. buses. The lady used to wear the glasses and on the buses. I d- oh I'm, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be honest, honest, I've never really watched on the buses. I, I, I know Blakey and all that, but I don't know any of the other characters. Can you do a Blakey? <laughs> no. The former on the buses. <laughs> is that, is that character? Yeah. The former yeah. on the buses. Eastenders actor Anna Karen has died in a fire at an East London home. Firefighters rushed to the blaze on the ground floor of the terrace house in Windsor Road, Ilford, shortly after 10:30 on Tuesday. It took them less than an hour to bring the fire under control, but by that time, Karen was already dead, and the cause remains under investigation. All oh, right. So, she wasn't old age or COVID. Or oh, she's 85. No, died in a house fire. 85. So, yeah. and died. Oh, fucking hell. Sad news. That's, yeah, it's terrible. So, um, Johnny. He's back. Hello. Big, big man. So tell us all about your karaoke life and what you've been doing. Life on the road. Um, well, my wind chime business rental uh, model has gone to shit. So I'm on my ass. Um, but it's windmills and roundabouts, isn't it? What, what, wind I don't, sorry, I, yeah, but why? Because why? the, wind, the wind. Yeah, but then the, the, surely you'd get you'd sell loads because there's lots of wind. So the wind, wind chime business would be no, booming. No, they weren't insured and I didn't write into the uh, into the lease agreement that if they blew away. It's an act, it comes under act of God. A mobile business. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've refixed the bath again. You know, I said I fixed the bath the other day. And it leaked. It leaked again. I found out because the, uh, the waste trap underneath... Because it's plastic with metal in it, the screw had pulled the plastic out. So I refitted the whole thing. I was quite proud of myself. So I've got all new shiny bits in my bath. Oh, whole new waste pipes. Uh, yeah, waste pipe and the overflow pipe with the new um, new chrome bit on Ooh. the top and bottom with a lovely new uh, plug thingy. Did you go out for a meal to celebrate? Uh, well, I've tested it once with a bath earlier and there was no leak, but I'm going to leave the panel off and have another bath tomorrow just to check because I don't want to get caught out. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, that's been it, really. So last week you were on the podcast, but you were doing karaoke, weren't you? Um, yeah. How many songs did you do? Uh, all of them. Did them all. Worked through. He had. I didn't realise because he had. He's got one of them books with over two thousand songs in it. So I was there for a while. Uh, did you really, or did you just do the one same song that you always do? I did that a thousand times. 
All oh, right, okay. Where did you get the karaoke idea from? What, me? Yeah. What, that you were doing karaoke? Yeah. Because I think I saw a video of you doing it. Because you posted a video of you doing oh, it. Oh, that's from ages ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, I was going to say. I, was, I, was, I thought that's so. Because when you went with Maxine, like somewhere, why was someone saying it was the feathers? You said, I thought no, I was that was in Bournemouth. In, no, that was me in Brighton. Brighton uh, yeah, somewhere it was my 26th birthday or something. No, 36th birthday, 30, sorry. 26. You look the same as you do now. Yeah, I know. I haven't aged a bit. <laughs> wow. I had a really rough uh, paper yeah, I was just, yeah, yeah, I wonder uh, where you're getting karaoke and I from. I did think, uh, I was like, why is he doing the exact same performance that he did in fucking, because it was the same one. Why are we posting some uh, karaoke thing from him? Because some, uh, someone sent, um, Maxine either found it or someone sent it to Maxine oh, right, and she okay. posted it. I didn't post it, Maxine thinking, posted it. Why aren't you on the podcast? Oh, you're not on the podcast. Oh, that's why, because he's fucking doing, doing karaoke. karaoke up the fucking feathers. But yeah, No, that, that was that in Brighton. Sense, we went away for my birthday and then we're in this karaoke pub and I went up and said, oh, I'll do, uh, I'll do Elvis, uh, Suspicious Minds, whatever. And then just as a laugh sat there drinking and this uh, this black fella went on and did the Bob Marley song fucking perfectly but really really well mm. and I was thinking oh god they're going to call me up next they're going to call me up next they're going to call me up next went up I couldn't hear a fucking thing that's why I'm completely out of tune but that's, more, that's what I say anyway and I had to stay there through the whole song so it's I just, not complete I mean it's, uh, it's I not, thought it was alright it's not that bad it's, yeah. it's, 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 do you want to do a little bit of it now a cappella Acapello, acapello. <laughs> Getting your That's what it goes like. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're in the background, I think you can see the landlord, whoever at the bar, just giving me like sort of daggers. And then I put my arm around some bloke who I don't know, and he started singing along. I went to put my arm around someone else, and he's like, "Get off!" So I thought, "Oh, this is going wrong." And then a load of girls came in. I was going, "Come in, come in, girls!" And then they're all laughing. Then the landlord started laughing. And as I finished, I went, "Drinks are on the house!" And then he went laughing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so any um, supermarket stories this week? Uh, let me have a think. Well, no, um, have you got anything? Anything, please. No, I notice people. I notice a lot of people aren't wearing masks in the supermarket anymore. I can't think what's got them to do that. I've, I haven't worn a mask in a. I've never worn a mask in a supermarket. Oh, I like it now. I feel like a bank robber. Maybe no, you should. Not true. I did. I did. Maybe you should. Drive the cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just assume that everyone who's still wearing one is ugly, and they're just like, oh, I like the masks. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I wear a mask, but it's not a mask on my face. It's a mask of my emotions. Oh. I hide them. I mask them. Mm. Yeah, I got my mum to watch the um, the counsellor. Oh yeah, and uh, she found it. She watched it because I was. She, I saw she started watching. It, I thought this could go two ways. Do you know what I mean? She's gonna never show me a film ever again. But then uh, she fell asleep halfway through and watched the second half today, and uh, she found it amusing. So now I can send her all sorts of shit. <laughs> we were, I watched Licorice Pizza. That, that's the film with the it's Paul where's Thomas Paul, Anderson no Paul Thomas Anderson new film with the Haim girls in it yeah it's got, the, it's got all the Haim sisters yeah so the, the one of them's the main character like one of the main characters and then the others are just play, the, her whole family plays her family so yeah so her sisters are her sisters from the band and then the, then the parents in the film are their actual parents as well they're all um, Jewish I say in the 70s but it's really oh, well, well done oh I'll have a look yeah, it's, it's really it's spot on it proper smacks of the era I mean even the I don't know whether the camera he used or whatever the uh, I don't know the way it was shot or whatever it seemed very like it was a 70s documentary sort of thing yeah, yeah. it looked had that sort of look about that it feel um, and yeah and all the, the costume design and the cars it wasn't like a thing out of place I don't think I'll have a butcher's what's that on um, uh, but yeah it was, it was illegal and it's kind of good ah. as well I think because her performance was kind of intriguing as well because it's not 
professional. You could tell she's obviously a performer, but it, well, she, she's obviously not an actor. She's not like an actor actor. And I don't think. And he's. I think he's a newcomer as well. Is he the the, the other kid? Anything. I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything, but they're but they're really good. Good in it, I thought. Just, and but then it's got some really good cameos from like the likes of Sean Penn and Bradley oh, Cooper right. and playing some like out there seventies characters as well, which is. Oh no, look out for that. So yeah, it's good. I watched another film yesterday called Gold. It was all right with Zac Efron. Oh yeah, I didn't really see that, so I can't really comment. It's quite on good because yeah. it's quite short. But they discover this massive gold nugget in the desert. Yeah. And then he leaves him to go get some stuff while he looks after it and he starts losing his mind. So that's quite cool, him on his own losing his mind. I just saw the last right. half, so I, didn't, I couldn't really. It's not very long either. It's an hour and a half, so that's good. I said to you, I watched that documentary. It's not new, but it's on Prime, The Street. It's a documentary about Hoxton Street in Hackney. Um, and you can it's a street where you can actually see the city, the actual city of London, looming over it. And it's the sort of. Followed, I think it's a couple of years it starts just before Brexit and goes then after Brexit and shows the gentrification of the street but the funniest bit is when it's got the proper Hoxton wankers you know like sugar rape in it and they start opening galleries and there's one and he's like these guys and they're crazy wacky opening a new gallery so he he puts in the middle of his sorry his uh, marketing studio a balloon uh, sorry a bath fills it up with those balls from a ball pit and then puts a, uh, a bit of wood across it and he goes I could work here from my computer and uh, then this this guy and this girl comes in. He goes, uh, "Oh, I just had to come in here and have a look." And the girl goes, "He's an artist and a producer." And it's just oh, it's is that awful. the one at the beginning where they're interviewing like the old school? Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. I think I have seen the beginning. I just of that. watch it for the Hoxton wankers. It's just even for that alone is amazing. Because at the beginning, yeah, they're interviewing all the people that lived there for years and years. That's how it sort of yeah. starts, doesn't it? That's right. And yeah, in the end, it all gets taken over by massive insurance companies, and they buy everything up and smash it all up. But um. I did know. I don't know. Uh, this probably won't affect Greg so much, but you you drive, and have you seen the new highway code changes? No, what's happening? Um, well, one of the new highway code regulations states that you must restrain your dog in a car, um, or face a five thousand pound fine. Well, shit, because my dog sits up shotgun with me. Yeah, out the window. I, I haven't even got a dog, so I'm fucked. I'm, I am going to start driving. I've decided. Well, I've, just I've, so you can get a dog. Huh? So you can get a dog in the car. You, drivers must restrain. Be, yeah, I mean that'd be one thing I could do. <laughs> drivers must restrain dogs in their car or face a five thousand I mean, pound fine. That and I could drive places and do landscape. That's another thing to add to your uh, list, Greg. Huh? That's another thing to add to your list of what? stuff you're going to do. Drive. Yeah, well, that's something that's that's a do. That's something that I've got no writing. excuse for, really, because that's something that even if I didn't want to, even if I've not got the money for, my parents will pay for it, so they don't have to fucking give me lifts anywhere anymore. You know I mean, they'll they'll buy, they'll go like, right, we'll pay for it, we'll buy you a car. Then then when it comes to family stuff, no one has to fucking. You're not the like. But the thing is, I don't want to be a burden, and and I am on the way. Like, like when when my uh, sisters are going to family meals or whatever, I'm on the way to pick up anyway. So and I often, if it, the weather's good, then I'll ride my electric bike. Anyway. But Yes, there's no. I'm 42 years old. It's about uh, yeah. It's, time. it's about time. It's about time. It's the thing is, I haven't really needed to before, but since I've taken up photography, it's yeah. It's, it's no, especially landscape photography. There's no landscape photographer in the world who doesn't have a driving license. I don't think. I, I think because they all drive to weird, fucking wonderful yeah, places to to get their photos. You need and, to drive to get that second shot. Yeah. Second photograph. I you're think take. I think you've got the perfect. <laughs> yeah. I think you've got the perfect temperament to be a learner driver. I think you'll be a joy to teach. Well, the thing is, I've been riding around... Q and Improv. I was, a bit, I was a bit worried about riding around the roads, just being on the roads, but I've been riding around on an electric bike, like a death trap, possibly, I mean, a potential death trap, riding around at 40 miles an hour with no helmet. Um, so I think I'll be much safer in a car. But then saying that, it's the dimensions, it's sort of... Well, I'm so used to being on a you, bike. You might be safer, but what about everyone else? Well, that's the thing, yeah. But, then, like, cause I'm so, but the thing is, when you're on an electric skateboard, or electric bike, electric skateboard especially, you feel extra vulnerable. So, like, you're looking out for stones. A stone's going to take you off the fuck, let alone 
pedestrians, cars, and all the other things, hazards you're meant to be looking out for. Now so I reckon that makes me super vigilant so that when I'm in a car, hopefully I can take that super there's vigilance. Pr- there's priority now of user, yeah. isn't there? So if you're the most vulnerable, you take priority. So if you're in a car, you you would have more uh, priority on a bike or on your skateboard or me in my wheelchair. I think you'd be very yeah. zen and very relaxed. Let's see how you'd get on. I'll be Mr. Hibbertson, your first driving instructor. Uh, good morning. Which one's the uh, accelerator? Sorry, sorry, well, well, so fuck get, the, whoa, does this chair whoa, whoa. fucking move? Get fuck's in the sake. You've got to get in the car first. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Good Sit down. I'm already angry. Are you you trying to make me angry? I don't need to be angry. Okay, well, I'm I'm, pleased to meet you. I'm Mr. uh, Hibbertson. Oh, hi. Yeah, I'm um, I'm Greg. Pleased to meet you, Greg. Uh, Can you put the seatbelt on, please? Uh, Oh, yeah. Click, 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 click. Okay. Uh, Have you ever driven a Ford gear? Have you ever driven before? You got any experience in driving at all? I've driven. um, Yeah, I've driven. I think I did when I was nine. I think that's a false memory. I keep telling everyone that I drove a. A friend's uh, old escort, you know, an old R, R- well, we've only, we've only escort got- RS1, but I don't, I don't think I did. We've I think only got I an hour, oh, right, so okay. let's just say that you haven't got any experience in driving. Okay. So there's the clutch, that's the accelerator, that's the brake. ABC, uh, I know that bit. Two hands on the wheel, please, Greg. ABC, right? ABC, yeah, accelerator, very good, very brake, good. clutch. So what we're going to do is we're going to just do a little circle around this car park. You're going to be happy with that. So put your foot on the clutch yeah. and then put your foot on the accelerator. Yeah. And now what you want to do is put, put it in first. Yeah. That's it. You've got it. Right, I want you to take your foot. I'm just going to get out of the car, and I want to take your foot off the clutch and push it down the accelerator as fast as you can. I'm just going to get out. <laughs> off you go, Greg. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be just... Like, that was a bit boring. <laughs> that was a bit flat. <laughs> on, my, on my first driving lesson, uh, the instructor took me out onto like the country roads and let me floor it he just goes go as fast as you can whatever made you give him a yeah, job yeah yeah which was a bit tricky I couldn't see where I was going your handies whilst driving I had 41 driving lessons past first time but yeah make sure you get make sure you have a lesson with dual control <laughs> they've got dual control haven't they well not if you go with your mate oh not your mum yeah. <laughs> don't go with your mum and dad that's my advice <laughs> I'm thinking I might get a, get a cheap run around and then just start driving around the estate by myself Self snitching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what an idiot would say. Well, I'll get my, I'll get my eighty-seven-year-old mum who's got dementia to give you some driving lessons. <laughs> yeah, just around the car park. She hasn't got dementia. No, I'm joking. Just I was just doing a bit. <laughs> she did almost get ripped. She off did by get ripped off loft, by a loft guys, But yeah, that's, I did my uh, Liam Neeson impression this week and got him to give her all the money back. So it did work. From which film it worked? So basically, what what happened was, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's, he's all his films where he threatens people in it. Phantom Menace. Oh, that's, I suppose he's quite. He's quite. Well, it's still quite. Men- he's actually quite. He's meant to be hard in that, isn't he? That's quite gone gin until he gets killed he by John Wick. Done, did he? Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, yeah. if, you have, if you haven't seen it, don't, don't bother. Don't worry. Yeah, worry. <laughs> Should I tell you this story? I might as well. Yeah, quick. go on. We've got, then. Tell we've got us. Time yeah. to kill. Time to burn. Yeah. So Sunday night, my mum comes around and she goes, "Oh, I've done something a bit." St-. Oh, she phoned me up and goes, oh, "I've done something a bit stupid." And I was like, "Oh, what's that?" She goes, "Well, she's in church in the morning and she told this woman that these guys were coming around spray foam lost it, loft insulation all in her roof." And the woman goes, you don't want to get that stuff done. It's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, And it's been banned. And she started getting panicky, rang me up. And then she told me all about how she'd had kept having these phone calls about these loft insulation guys eventually she said yes come over because she said she gets a bit wants to see gets a bit lonely even though she goes out all the time uh they came over the guy was really nice he was in his 60s or 70s so he sort of like pressured her into it she goes oh wait to speak to my son he was like oh no 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 we're only in the area for a little short while so you need to do it now and all that and he gave her all the paperwork so she was like okay i'll do it it's like she had to pay a grand 1300 up front and then two grand when they come Fuck back. Off. She hasn't paid it. No, no, listen, oh, yeah, I'll right. tell you. So she paid the 1,300. She came round on the Sunday and told me she'd done it. 
and she brought all the paperwork around because they were coming around on the Monday morning. And then she had his, she'd he'd WhatsApped her with all like the quotes and all the stuff. And I'd seen all the thing and I saw where they told her, oh, it's nine grand, but as a government grant, so you get like four grand. And I, I was looking online and I found what they do is, I don't know if this is the people, but they say, oh, it's three grand, then you pay it on finance, there's loads of APR on it, then it's like fucking six grand over a certain amount of years. I don't even know if this stuff's safe. I looked it up and it said it's okay, the stuff that she's getting. Uh, and anyway, what happened was, so what I did was, she gave me the fo- the guy, she had the phone number of the guy, Rick, the manager there. So I, I was like, right, I'll ring him up then. And I went, oh, hello, is that Rick? He went, yeah, it's Rick. I go, hi, this is Benjamin Greenwood, Julia's son. He goes, okay. I go, yeah, I believe you're coming around tomorrow to do some loft insulation. I go, well, I just want to let you know that my mum's a vulnerable adult. So I'd like uh, that job to be cancelled, please, and the money you've taken paid back. And I just didn't say anything at all. But that doesn't make s- so sh- just because she's a vulnerable adult, that's your, that's your excuse for getting the money back. Because well, yeah. vulnerable adults need loft insulation as well. I don't understand why you that don't would get be. It, does he? Do you get it? No, no. But that, you, I do get it. But it doesn't. That's not the reason for. She's a vulnerable adult. Vulnerable people need loft insulation. That's not the reason to take it to get the money back. You say you've, you're ripping my mum off. She didn't know what she was doing. Not vulnerable, but vulnerable means doesn't mean. What do you reckon I'd, sounds better? You're ripping my mum off. She didn't know what she was doing. Or, vulnerable so, adult is a legal term, so yeah, then they shit their pants. Yeah. yeah, because it sounds like a lawyer, like a legal definition. Yeah, well, then there's no need for that. Just I'd, I'd have said, give my mum my money, the money back, otherwise I'll kill you. That's you why can't. I didn't let Greg phone him up when I did it. <laughs> so I go, uh, yeah. G. So my mom's, I said, my mom's, I said all that, and I just went silent. Yeah. And didn't say anything. And then he starts immediately like blabbling, like going, oh uh, yeah, okay, uh, we didn't realise. Oh, I'm ever so sorry about that. I didn't realise. Okay, that's good. Because, and just couldn't say nothing for ages. I just kept saying silent, let him do all the talking. So basically, because I, I, I thought we're never going to get this money back. Like the, I said to him, yeah. you probably just have to write this off and then just don't let him come around again and just write that off. But apparently, if they're with Company's House and they do have a company number, because you pay it on a credit card, you can get it back. There's some like... You can get it back from your credit card yeah, company. Yeah, from your credit card company anyway. But anyway, so he, he said all that and he goes, oh yeah, I didn't realise he was apologising. I go, well, thank you. So I was going, thank you, sir. And he goes, what's your postcode? And I go, uh, HP, Hotel Papa... Two one, yeah, uh, eight November. Don't, give Foxtrot. Out, don't dox yourself. Yeah, like that. Uh, or some, what was he? No, it wasn't that. He was asking her postcode or something. I don't know. It wasn't mine. What? So our friends can send us stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we know she's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want our friends to know our post post uh, uh, postcode. So anyway, yeah, gave him all that, and then yeah, he, but after all that, it was all right. He sent me all the paperwork, everything he'd done, and then he yeah paid it back the next day, and I cancelled the whole thing. So I did get all the money back, and then I went oh, and good. sorted it all so out. I was him, I would have said like. Oh, she's vulnerable. Well, she'll definitely need that loft insulation then. <laughs> he was still trying to sell it because she. They started telling her like, "Oh, you've got some dangerous stuff up there and all that shit." Like, "Oh, it, you, formaldehyde in the all the oh, fuck off, mate." It's you've been living there. How's for insulation going to stop formaldehyde? Fuck no, some bullshit he was talking about. And then he kept going to me, but uh, you do like, but oh yeah, she does need so. Uh, look, I go, yeah, we'll look into that if we need it. Don't worry. And if I need it, I'll come back to you. Like all this shit. And I was just like, I can't. You be showed him. This. But yeah, I did because I didn't do what Greg did and go fucking mental to him. And For like, the price of that, you could you rent did, the equipment you didn't, you didn't and do it hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's, I looked it up. It's not actually. That you didn't need to go mental about it. You could just phone him up and say you're taking the piss, aren't you? And then that's it. And then you just go just pay the money back. I didn't need to. She's vulnerable. I got the money back anyway. She's that was vulnerable. And, uh, we sorted that out. Well, so. if if any listeners think uh, Greg's right or think that uh, Ben's right, you can no, email us in at. I just thought it was a funny th- way to say it. I thought it was, I thought like. Yeah, I mean, say vulnerable because it could mean like, yeah, she's... Email us in at idlematinetgmail.com. I think you've got to be specific about your vulnerability. If you're saying someone's vulnerable, you've got to be specific about their vulnerability. You don't have to. Well, it works. So you don't need to, do and then you let other pe- you let people. I think the results speak for themselves. You let the, you let the person you're talking to think about what they think it is in their head. You don't need to spell it out to them. I think uh, you knew he'd done wrong, and I think you just could have said 
just give me the, my mum the money back, I've please. I've got your address. I know where you are. I'm coming. I've seen your house on Google Street View. <laughs> I'm coming to find you. Nice big house you got there. Shame if anything would happen to it. Maybe your loft insulation might come out when I send the boys, Greg Rand, Big Greg Hickson, the big man, big angry Greg. All bark, no bite. As soon know, as he passes I'm all his, I'm all bite and no bark. Just you wait. You as soon as he passes his driving test, it'll be right round there. <laughs> Only <laughs> he's just got to find another driving instructor that will take him. As soon as he gets to, as soon as he learns where third gear is, he's going to be round there, boy. Driving instructor telling him the gear sticks. You're the gear, I'm, I'm going to learn to drive in a Tesla, so I don't need any fucking gears. Even though the driving instructor will convince him his cock's the gear stick. <laughs> I'll say this is a Tesla. Why am, I, why am I wanking you off? This is a Tesla. I'll wank you off by all means. It's a Tesla. <laughs> so you're gonna learn in you're gonna learn in an automatic, you don't know how, so you won't know how to drive stick. I don't want to, what's the point in driving stick? I think I'll be honest with you, the main thing about I don't want a petrol car, ideally, but I can't afford I haven't made my millions off the podcast yet. It's not quite successful enough yet for me to buy a Tesla. So uh So yeah, I'm gonna have to get a petrol car, but then I'm not I don't see the point in getting a a man, uh, yeah, manual. A mandy. It's weird, isn't it? In America, they don't, it's a fucking rare thing to drive stick. It's but weird. Not many people do drive stick. They all have fucking. Because my mum's got an automatic, but because I've driven stick for so long, you sometimes forget, and you go to do the gears yeah, all the yeah. time. It's weird. Well, it's still, like, like, it doesn't rather, feel right. It's for like, me, I think it's just something that's a pointless thing to have in driving to take your mind off the actual driving. It's like, well, why do all this shit when you could just go in and concentrate on driving? So most automatics now would just drive, park. reverse. Reverse, and then you have a sport button. Sport that's, button, yeah. That's that's, that's fine by me. I think. I think it's having all the gears and doing all that shit. Cause that's something I've never had to do with any of my vehicles. I've been rev and go everything I've got, and I, the idea. I think that's one of the things that's put me off the most about driving is gears. The, the idea of driving all max is like driving, driving a go kart. You do it though. You play video games. That's buttons. It's yeah, not I know. Like playing a video yeah, game. I know. I just don't see when there's an easier option. You just why? want to rev and go though, don't well, yeah, you? Yeah. There's. I'm not a petrohead because I know petrohead's like, oh, you ain't got the same control over the car. You can shift into different and gear and go faster and all dickheads like they go like, oh it's much better having a manual it's like fuck off if you've got a faster automatic car then it doesn't matter how the automatic car you've got is faster than the manual it doesn't matter about whether the gears go faster or whatever the, the automatic car is going to fucking beat it yeah but you need to learn the rules and a going to beat everything you need to learn the highway code as well yeah so for example I'll give you a quick test there's a junction coming what yeah. do you do there's a junction coming yeah read the road well, read the road <laughs> <laughs> No depends trust. behind you. Depends where I'm going. <laughs> depends what sort of turning I'm taking or whatever, doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, when you're out late at night, keep it bright, keep so, it so that is, seen. So that's the thing. So that thing you just said, when there's a junction coming up, read the road. It's an old, t- he said it. he it's an old it. TV advert right, that goes, okay, there's right. a junction coming, read there's a road. junction coming, read the road. No traffic right. behind you, read the road. I don't remember that. Because yeah, pr- you guys are old drive. You get different adverts. You probably yeah, get ones probably, about yeah. bikes and crossing the road and that. Yeah. I hate yeah. to take uh, all, all this uh, boring chat about old people getting ripped off. My mother getting ripped off. But Johnny, tell us about us a bit more. You've got some stuff on your list. Because you didn't do your list justice last week, did you not think? <laughs> yeah, no, well, um, yeah, that <laughs> was in my housekeeping. housekeeping as well. That about- was in my housekeeping. Well, obviously, housekeeping, <laughs> it was a nice intro for episode uh, 122. Unfortunately, it was episode 121. One. Yeah. Uh, so I did imagine you'd read through the notes for talking points rather than just read them blind but um, <laughs> yeah because there's a couple of typos in there which I should yeah, have yeah, read yeah. and worked out beforehand but I didn't I just because I've written it. a script for a, a, a bit later on and I've made sure I'd, I've written that out properly, properly yeah. and uh, my ideal three course meal would be starter main and dessert yeah. 
that was that. <laughs> that was a bit of housekeeping. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I wrote about the Lord of the Ring tones on Prime, and I saw you you butchered that. But um, yeah, there's been a lot of backlash tones. about the. Is that what it's called, Lord of the Ring tones? No, I wrote it was a joke that I was going to do Lord of the Rings. That's why I didn't understand uh, your fucking yeah. Yeah, you that was a joke about it. I oh, wrote, that's a joke. Right. Yeah, yeah, Lord of the Ring tones on Prime with a female Gandalf played by Ashley Banjo. One Banjo, of the funniest I've ever heard. J I R token rather than token. Oh, okay. So powerful, so brave. Um, yeah, but there's been a lot of uh, fandom menace backlash about the. Did you see the trailer? No, I've only heard about it. I heard the CGI is not very good in it. Uh, the CGI looks all right, but they're saying all the characters are wrong. They're all mashed together. There's a female. They don't like the fact that there's people of colour in it. Literally mashed together. Or- yes. No, but there's people yeah. in the wrong timeline and stuff. And apparently uh, Prime haven't actually got the rights to the the era that they're writing about. So they they can't actually use the law of token. They've got to do it something similar, but they're not. They're also not allowed to do anything that goes against it, which so is So it's like weird. one of those, uh, what are those films called that come out at the same time as big budget films, but they're fake. Oh, yeah. Like Titanic, The Titanic, and... Yeah. Oh, what they... It's a, Asylum. Yeah. yeah. It's a company called Asylum. It's like an Asylum version of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So someone accidentally buys it instead. What a fuck-up. Wait a minute, they've spent so much money on this and they haven't Billions, got the actual... Yeah, billion an episode or so. They haven't, the token, they haven't got the Tolkien estate that clearance I'm sure or the Tolkien estate were behind it, weren't they? Uh, no, they had... I think the sun doesn't like it or this, or I think the sun died. Obviously, Tolkien, Tolkien died. Tolkien died. But then they had um, a professor of Tolkien's work and they made a big thing that he was employed and then they sacked him because he did, he did an interview that was un... Uh, well, without their permission, and they sacked him. But they also they also say it's because he wanted them to stick to the law. Like for example, the female dwarf should have a beard. All dwarfs have a beard, and you can't tell the difference between a man and a woman. And in it, they they've changed all that. So, well, I think that's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And the, the main, the other main thing is like there's a black elf, and the elf hasn't got long hair. It's got the it's kids, got, I think, to have. Women with beards, or maybe not in this day and age. I think it's probably they, it right been, in this day and age. They should have dwarfs, women with beards. Everyone should have a beard. Everyone should have a beard, <laughs> or <laughs> vagina, or penis, and both. I, I don't, don't know. know. But, but there's people on uh, there's people on YouTube that make a living about complaining about uh, fantasy stuff. Like they complain about Doctor Who being a woman. They complaining about Tolkien. But there is quite a big backlash about it. Doctor Who being a woman isn't a problem. It's Doctor Who being a shit woman is <laughs> a shit program. Yeah. The problem. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently the the Tolkien fans are quite uh, quite militant, so it should be quite interesting to watch it getting slagged off. I don't think I, I said shit woman. Jodie Whittaker's a lovely late woman. I th- just don't think she's a very good Doctor Who. Well, it might not just be her. It might be Chris Chibnall's fault as well. Any of you girls watch a new series of Mad- Married at First Sight yet? <laughs> have I? No, <laughs> no, nor of course I. not. I don't know if I want to watch that anymore because I think I've overdosed. Yeah, because it's, it's retards. It. Yeah, because it's, right. it's the same people that watch Love Island that watch that, and they're mongs. I tell you what's better than that. That couples therapy you caught me watching on uh, BBC iPlayer. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. that. Real. Have you seen that I've on the iPlayer, that. Johnny? What's that? You should watch that uh, couples therapy. I so saw has... the one with Ghostface Killer in it. What? Yeah, couples therapy with the celebrities. Is that the one? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. This is on the iPlayer, and it's actual real people. And a real therapist. Well, Ghostface Killer is a real person. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. just normal people. Oh, normal, yeah, yeah. But it go, it spans it over like a few months. Where are they? Are they in LA or New York? Or uh, sort of, I'm not sure know. actually where they I don't are. Know where it's in America? Is they American anyway? It's an American. And then it's got the therapist. She's having therapy, talking about the couples that she's giving therapy to. Right. And it's quite clever how 
they don't none of them think they're in, it's good anyway it's worth surely that's worth a breach of some sort of oath uh, I think they all know they're being filmed it's not like they don't but I think that's better than that's more interesting than Married at First oh, yeah, Sight it's much, or whatever much, yeah, much it's better. real it's, it's real. real people it's like not, real, real relationships and then you're getting yeah. something it's not fake it's like oh I think you should be doing this with this person you only met two seconds ago and then you're going to be famous on Instagram for six weeks and never see each other again it's like why would you invest any sort of fucking some therapy of the, to all that all those shows they start off like Married at First Sight they start really well they get too popular and then they change the format yeah, and start maybe, really yeah. fucking twisting I mean I won't lie there's a couple of episodes I'd come over and be like oh what's going on here yeah. then and I'd like I'd quite enjoy the rows obviously I'd enjoy yeah, the rows yeah. but to watch the whole fucking thing and see it, and watch the build up to that point that was like pulling teeth man I was like I, I enjoyed the rows don't Mate, get me wrong lockdown. but watching the whole thing <laughs> it was lockdown it was, it was a difficult times. year it was a difficult year different, yeah, different I'll times off. I'll let you off everyone was watching it as well to be fair it's probably on YouTube but uh, let's knowing like the ghost face killer from Wu-Tang what he like what he raps about what he's like in his videos seeing him on celebrity couples therapy with his <laughs> wife is hilarious yeah I want to see that one there's the ones with different famous American celebrities but oh, did you watch that Snoop Dogg film I sent you no I didn't no. I feel bad because uh, I don't it's feel worth, bad I'd say it's worth a watch it's about is it 45, a whole film yeah well it's 45 minutes long and it's celebrating the fact that he's bought Death Row Records so he's now the CEO right. and it's like a I think it's an amalgamation of the videos of his, of his new album with um, little snippets of him talking to people from Death Row and uh, the album's good it's got stuff like music that's like his old like uh, doggy style album but there's also ones that are like oh there's one song about Snoopy come back which is like an old like LA soul song it's fucking hilarious and the, the, they spent some money on the videos I'd say I'll check it out have a look I t- I've, I've just seen in my notes I forgot a couple of stories last week my, when my dad was here he's gone back to Spain but oh, thank um, god thank god yeah he had to go and have um, an operation and uh, I was oh. staying around Maxine's and I got a phone call about 20 to 8 and my dad uh, is going are you awake I said yeah yeah, I am yeah that's why I've answered I am the now. phone yeah yeah and he said I'm waiting for a cab to go to the hospital but it's late I went oh no and he goes there's, the, there's an accident uh, on the traffic isn't moving and he said am I near my car and I said no I'm uh, I'm Peter's at Ma- been at are you near your car yeah am I near my car and I said no I'm at Maxine's the car's in the um, in the garage and he goes can you go and get it and give me a lift I said well it'll because the taxi's delayed I said it'll take me 15 minutes to walk to the car and then if all the traffic's stuck I'll just be sat in traffic waiting to get to you and he's like oh what am I going to do there's a I said well walk, walk down the road and have a look if there's any cabs outside the bell but then what happens if the taxi comes and I said well they'll ring you and he goes what happens if there's no no if there's no taxis and then the taxi comes I said they'll ring you on your telephone he's like oh you're no help Peter's been attacked. He's yeah. in you fight as a Peter in the ambulance. I need some bank cards in your name, Johnny. But anyway, apparently <laughs> in, in the end, he made my mum wait outside and then he went down. There was no taxi there and then he came back and then eventually the taxi came and they rang him. So that was that solved. So a couple of days later, two days later, I get a, a phone call in the morning again. Hello, you wait. Yeah, yeah, I'm awake. He goes, oh, I, need, I need to get a fan to take to Spain. I went, all right. And he goes, they've got one at uh, See Something Electrical. I said, all right. And it's fine. You know, it was all pissing down outside. He goes, you need your car? I said, no, no, I'm not. And he, I said, uh, you want me to walk in the rain 15 minutes to get my car, then drive and get the fan, then drive into town, drop it off to you, then drive back to the garage and then walk back in the rain. Yes. I've got some space in my suitcase. I said, why don't you just get a cab? Oh, I'm not allowed to move. I'm not allowed to move because I've had this operation. I went... 
yeah, you've had an operation, but you're flying to Spain tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I said, all right. I, I said, wait, let, I'll see from when Maxine can give me a lift on a lunch break or whatever. Then an hour later, he rings up and he goes, have you been yet? I went, no. And he goes, don't go. They haven't got any in stock. Yeah, now, mate. It's so, like ever since you did that Beatles about prank and your dad, yeah, he's, he's been doing back. the Beatles about prank on you <laughs> yeah, for the rest yeah. of your life. He's doing a real long like form, real long form Beatles about. So yeah, and in, in the end, I had to go to Tool Station and get him one, which is not that much of an exciting end to a so story. He's, he's packing a so surely his suitcase is just filled with a fan mostly and nothing oh, else. Uh, no, he's taking a load of metal back. He brought all these metal <laughs> bits over to go on the end of these Good curtain. Guy. You know these big brass like weird acorns he likes to put on the end of his curtain rails yeah, yeah. he said oh, I'll put those all in your flat I was like no I don't want them mate he goes oh but they're beautiful I was like you can keep them good luck I'm not having curtains so then he wants to take them all back to Spain in his suitcase the thing must have weighed a fucking ton yeah. Jesus <laughs> so, so, got weird. Back in the so what he's going back for another so he's, what are all these operations he's having are they all on his throat or whatever uh, so, but, so he's going back to Spain for an operation. So there's an no, operation he's going they... back to Spain to do something else because oh, right. he's fucking double busy. And then he's got the operation in London. And then he's got no, and then he's got to come back to see a specialist to check the operation he had here was putting a balloon down his oh, throat right. and expanding it so that he can swallow, and then swallow food into his stomach. And then he's got to go back to he's got to go back to Spain because he's a double busy fucking pain in the ass. And he he wants to. I think he's I think he's learning to be a pilot. <laughs> that's what he needs to do yeah. he's going to be that guy that jumped DB Cooper yeah <laughs> yeah I think so uh, yeah and that was it yeah no he, he rung me up about something else and I just hung up in the end <laughs> he was shouting at me about bastards in the hospital they're all bastards and I went oh fine's oh, nice going funny okay, yeah, cool. bye bye yeah. <laughs> oh I love Tony oh no that was it he wanted me he goes oh you have to come to the house now I went why what's up what the bloody hell's going on and he said oh, oh we need to move all this wood and Danny might come today I was like yeah alright yeah, give me a ring when he comes I just turned my phone off and apparently he never turned up anyway but he wanted me to come back and, and stand there just in case who's Danny's Polish pal yeah, yeah oh that was it yeah he goes because we have to move the wood and I'm too weak I went no I'm not coming I'm not coming he goes well I'm going to pile all the wood up against your front door are you doing uh, that if you're so weak yeah I know that's what I said I said oh, it's good you're feeling better you could give him a hand bye and just hung up <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, he's just fueled uh, by hate. <laughs> yeah. Tony's great. He's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, well, you appreciate him while he's around. Oh, well, that I am. I'm Not you, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Johnny. Yeah, I do. So one day there'll come a day when you won't get rung up at no, half past seven in the morning to ask you... if you're near your car. Yeah. Yeah, they'll come around when you're not around. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Has anyone seen the new trailer for the Baz Luhrmann Elvis? Film? Nah, it's always sounding good, is it? Well, you know we have. <laughs> yeah, because we watched it before the podcast because yeah, yeah. Johnny kept getting us to watch it. I think it looks decent. It does look, it Tom does Hanks look very good. The Colonel. I think uh, Baz Luhrmann, he's, yeah. That was the He film. does make a, a nice looking film. I mean, it looks a bit like, it looks like he's doing for Elvis what he did for Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> that was the film Tom Hanks made when he got COVID. Remember when he first got it all that time ago? Oh, right, yeah. One of the first like, celebs to get it. That's yeah, the yeah. film he was I'd making. When I'll he tell you, do you want to know exactly what it said on Wikipedia? I was going to save this for later. Yeah, I can show you a picture. It says, on March 12, 2020, production was halted when Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, tested positive for the hoax COVID-19 during the pandemic's hoax. So someone's obviously written over it. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't normally last long on Wikipedia. People take that off pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah no, they missed that. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Look at old hoax. It's, it's Austin Butler, isn't it? Um, 
playing, playing Elvis. Elvis. He yeah. looks very much like Johnny Depp in Black Mass. That's what I, I thought. thought. <laughs> I thought when I saw the little clip of him, I thought he looks more like Johnny in Crybaby or whatever yeah, than, yeah. Uh, than Elvis. But then I suppose El- you're not going to get find somebody who looks exactly like Elvis. Well, but you, he, look, he, he, I mean, he looks. Apparently, originally Harry Styles was in the running to oh, play Elvis. I know that's yeah, a fucking thank fuck. That's a hit and a miss. Thank fuck they found Austin. Harry Styles, out of all the One Directions, he's the one that's done all right, I reckon, out of all of them, with his big movie roles now, because he's in a lot. He was in that. He was in Dunkirk. Dunkirk. He's in the. He's going to be in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Marvel he's, films yeah, he was a lot in the Stinger now. at the end. There. And he's done really well for himself. Yeah, but they all have. They, I just I don't think like they've him. all done all right. So, like, they've all done fairly well as solo cunts, haven't they? Zayn Malik, uh, that, that's done all right, I think, and uh, the one who married Cheryl, Cheryl, whatever her name is, Fernandez Vecini, who's now fucking Cheryl One Direction. I saw her doing an advert Whatever. the other day for something. Uh, I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> but I say that I think he's just done all right because he because he's fucked Cheryl. Tw- I mean, yeah, he hooked up with Cheryl Tweedy. But then is that doing all right? Harry Styles didn't hook up with Cheryl Tweedy. No, Liam something. Liam Osborne. Well, yeah, Cheryl, Cheryl Cole. Liam Cheryl Cole or Tweedy's getting done for tax evasion, isn't she? Is she? Yeah. Good racist bitch. <laughs> but uh, that uh, Elvis film was first announced in 2014. Was he taking that long to make it? Well, Baz Luhrmann was and was when he first got on top of it, and then Tom Hanks was cast in March 2019. So yeah, I mean, go and uh, go and watch the trailer, and I think you'll be you'll be up for watching the film too if you watch the trailer. It's I've very well it. made. I'm you talking to the to listener, you can't. Oh, sorry. And but June, every time they go, they, they have like uh, Jailhouse Rock playing at the beginning of the in the trailer, and every time it goes, they edit, they they cut to a different seat. It's, it's well made. It's a well made trailer. I like trailers. Well, in the in the trailer, he uses uh, what's the the tune? You say it was Nirvana or something? Or are you joking? No, he, I was joking. Oh yeah, like, when yeah. he's playing, they play a rock song, and I thought yeah. they won't dare do a sort of um, anachronistic Rouge. Rouge over Ana- anachronistic thing. Yeah, where if they, they do, do that, the, the, the cinema will get ripped up, uh, torn to bits. I but think the best documentary about Elvis is called The King. It's really, really good, and that goes well deep into Tom Parker and Elvis and all that. It's just called The King. If you ever watched it, was it. one with Kurt Russell? Yeah, where he wants to join the FBI or whatever. Is that yeah, the one? The, I can't remember. No, this I one's the documentary. It's not. But a, do you reckon? Do you reckon it'll be like a three-hour movie? Because it's from when he was a child all the way to. Uh, spoiler alert: He dies. All movies are what? three hours nowadays. It seems. I. I, I would imagine it's going to be probably at least two and a half, maybe. If it's a, if it's a full-on epic, like biopic because in the in the trailer there's bits where he does there's like a, a montage bit isn't there where he he does a move and then his costume changes about three or four times yeah. and I reckon it'll be like that in the film rather than going through it's, every bit you're of not his gonna life. do a whole you're not gonna, it's not gonna be a snappy one an hour and a half biopic is it it's got to be at yeah. least two hours I'd say yeah it's gonna be two and a half hours it's my I liked it when films were an hour and a half well so what, what was Walk the Line because Walk the Line that was that was pretty much his whole. I mean, it didn't go too. It didn't go right into his uh, like older years because obviously Johnny Cash went on forever. What songs like, did Johnny Cash do? I can't he, remember. Shut up. He went on forever. Um, so, but I'm saying that it, it, Walk the Line spanned the whole most like, the yeah. important parts of his life, a lot of his life, and I don't think that was over. I think that was about two and a half hours. So I imagine it'll be about this that. This has got to be the biggie, hasn't it? The 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 king of rock and roll yeah yeah I mean like the James Brown one you say walk the line blah 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 it's weird that there hasn't been yeah I think like there, ha- that there hasn't been a recent a film that obviously you've got you've had Ray stuff like that you've had Ray you've had a Johnny Cash yeah. film recently but then that yeah there hasn't been cause I can't even think I said I'm like oh wasn't there a Kurt Russell there's a biopic wasn't yeah. there a Kurt Russell Elvis film and I can't even remember it and that's, that's surprising yeah but that was, a, that was a small section of his life as opposed yeah, to being yeah. a full biopic um, but I'm surprised that someone hasn't actually thought of it or done it sooner yeah. do you reckon they'll have Public Enemy in it doing Fight the Power Oh, no, I should Elvis so. was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me. That motherfucker was straight out racist. I murder a man in Reno. I imagine Public Enemy will make a cameo. Okay, that's Johnny Cash, <laughs> isn't it? Huh? I murder a man in Reno. Yeah, that's a false 
Blues. Blues. Up and down. Yeah. I hear that train coming. It's rolling around the bend. I haven't seen the sunshine since. I don't know when. The Colonel's uh, accent seemed to veer a lot around in the uh, in the trailer. As Tom Hanks as the Colonel. <clears throat> Uh, so it was, uh, I was going to say about Walk the Line and Elvis because there's a scene in Walk the Line weren't there where Elvis comes and says hey I really dig your tune it comes up to Johnny Cash and says I really like your sound steady like a steady like a train something like a rocking like a thumping steady like a train or something like that oh, wow. he picks up Johnny Cash and Johnny Cash's like okay yeah isn't That's he in True Romance as well yeah it, well yeah Val Kilmer plays him in True <laughs> yeah. Romance yeah as his but um, no what I'm saying friend. is Colonel, Colonel Parker was actually Dutch wasn't he and then uh, he pretended to be an American that's why he could never that's why Elvis uh, only left America once because the colonel couldn't leave but when I've seen interviews with him he's got like a southern drawl but in this he sounds a bit like uh, Fagin yeah, yeah. Hey, we're just two guys who are living well, together well, that, yeah, well Tom Hanks's accent seemed to change throughout the trailer yeah he started off with one voice and then ended with something weird unless he was meant to be unless he was doing putting on a weird voice within the film yeah indeed best Tom Hanks film Finch <laughs> Um, <laughs> they say not all heroes wear capes and that's true not all heroes do wear capes only Superman and Batman yeah. wear capes <laughs> yeah but they, loads of Flash doesn't have a cape uh, <laughs> Spider-Man doesn't have a cape uh, yeah loads of them don't have a cape my dad had a mate Italian bloke lived down the road in Southcourt uh, called Lucho and he fucking loved Elvis he was the one that used to go around town singing Elvis and all that did he wear a cape and then my dad goes, let's go round to Lucho's house. We went round and then we sat in the kitchen for a bit. He and was he, dead on the toilet. Yeah. And he, he had half a squirrel up his nose. So he, had, he even had a, an Elvis chopping board and the Elvis face was made up of vegetables. I thought that was good. But then he goes, oh, should we go in the studio? I went, yeah, all right. And I thought it would be stu-. He had a fucking, he's got a music studio in his back garden with a piano in it, all like done up for karaoke and that. So he started singing Elvis and then me and him started singing Elvis. My dad's dancing around the piano. That was a lovely memory. My what dad, happened to him? What my dad? He's gone back to Spain. No, Lucio. Oh, I don't know. Like I think the fabulous Baker like... Boys. Yeah. My dad was just lying on the you piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, sexy. Ugh. Oh, was you at the window, you dirty bastard? What's the best material to make a voodoo doll out of? Do you reckon? Human skin, straw, straw isn't it? I think that, don't they make them out of yeah, straw? Yeah, straw on the inside. Is it like a sack. little it's hessian like sack? sack. Hessian, yeah. You want, you want, you want stuff. You want like a memory foam, <laughs> so you poke it, so keep stabbing it, and then it reforms. Right. And you want, yeah. out, and then, yeah, it goes oh, on forever. I thought you meant because you wanted the victim to fucking remember. No, no, no. So I mean, you can keep stabbing it and then reusing it, and you, 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 your voodoo doll. Yeah, well, I think a hessian yeah. sack you can use because the all pin that, just goes through it. All that weird putty stuff, you know, that putty stuff, silly putty. No, yeah, no. What's what those weird things used to get? It's just jelly, like a gel thing, like a ball. And you'd squidge it, and it'd go, it'd go really squidgy. But then it'd always end up going back into like a ball. Oh, you know. could just, well, I just made that up. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You could yeah, just, make- you could just get the victim's firstborn child and put pins in that. Oh, good shout. I watched the uh, dirt finally the other day. The dirt. We brought up when we were talking about what's stuff the dirt. The Motley Crew. Uh, did oh, you watch the yeah. Pam and Tommy one as well? Yes, I watched that, and that is shocking. So it's weird how. So obviously Tommy Tommy Lee's changed a lot from his. So in the dirt, he's made out to be like quite a nice guy. Well, obviously they went off the rails, but he was meant to be like from a really good family, like Greek mum and like loving family. Whereas Nikki Six had a shit mum. Dad ran off, and he was always rebelling and always getting in fights and stuff. Whereas Tommy Lee was like, yeah, in a marching band playing drums in a marching band and stuff like that you know I mean it was proper like preppy or not preppy but like yeah anyway uh, but he obviously turned into a complete cock then when it came to 
by the time he was with Pamela Anderson because it obviously the whole thing kicked off. So that was quite interesting because I didn't actually know that it was all down to a disgruntled chippy and rightly so. But then he did take it a bit well, far. Well, fish if and chips. If it's true, like... Chippy um, as in carpenter. Yeah. No, go on. Tell me about that. What do you mean disgruntled chippy? I don't know about that. Well, yeah. So ba- so they were working on... So Pam and Tom, like, Tommy, it was Tommy Lee's house. He just married Pamela Anderson or they just got together. No, he mar- just married her and it was a very quick thing. They married... Cause they, apparently they didn't even fuck until the married, like, the like wedding night and they just done weird shit and they yeah, just, just touched all right. each other. Yeah, just touched each other and played with each other in the bath and stuff. I'm like, really? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not sure about that. But anyway, so it starts off with Seth Rogen who's playing the chippy like the guy the carpenter and I've forgotten what his real name is doesn't really matter so he's there going with his nail gun like, doing, doing working away and then he can just hear like ah, 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 and it's all edited with him going ah, hitting, his, hitting his fucking thumb with a hammer because he's being put off by the sex noises upstairs and Tommy Lee just comes running down who's played by Sebastian Stan who's about two foot shorter than Tommy Lee in real life so in I think it was fucking was it Machine Gun Kelly or someone who looks a lot like him in, yeah but it was, his, it was his real name it was Colson Baker or something is his real name in the dirt Machine Gun Kelly, the he's like lanky, like and he, to be fair, he looks more. Well, he didn't look like, he doesn't look anything like Tommy Lee in the face, but his frame, his he build, looked, he was, and he's quite he's, a good actor. He's like, and he's not a bad actor. He's not that bad, yeah. Um, well, but yeah, than you'd expect. Yeah, Sebastian Stan's not a bad actor, but he, he's two foot shorter than Tommy Lee. It's just hard, a bit of a stretch. I was intrigued to see Lily James. I quite like Lily James. I mean, she's attractive, her acting, and then she's not bad, like, yeah, not the worst actor, actress. Um, but I was intrigued to see how they did her body because it's not her t- obviously because had fake tits so she'd trained and got her ass and everything in shape and they'd sprayed her sprayed her brown or whatever but I found that a bit weird I found because she'd, she'd gone she'd done as much as she could to look like Pam but she still didn't she still didn't look like I mean her face just doesn't look like Pam's like her, lip, her mouth and everything it's just totally different structure but yeah I mean she did quite a good job of impersonating her but it's just I think it's more the information I think it's everything like for instance the, the one of the bands uh, third Eye Blind. There was one that, like the, there was a scene in it where they go like, um, "We're Third Eye Blind, and we're we're recording in this studio." And then Motley Crue are like, "Hey, this is our studio." They're arguing about the studio space. Third Eye Blind. The guy from Third Eye Blind goes, "I didn't even know who Tommy Lee was until I saw his cock like <laughs> on on that porno. I didn't know Pam, him or Pam Anderson were. I didn't even hear their music. Yeah, we were around at the same time, and we did use the same studio like at yeah. some point. But yeah, never even met them because like, he's yeah. famously got a massive cock and hepatitis. But, yeah, but there, but there was not. Yeah, there, it was something that could have happened, to be fair. So that's not like that artistic license isn't that pushed that far. I think it's more with all the stuff with the actual guy who took the tape and all the rest well, of it. Did he nick out a video? So, no, so what happened was, so he, he fucking, he was working as a chippy. Tommy Lee just came in and was just off his head every morning going like, yeah, just a stupid fucking rock star going like, yeah, I want this. I want that. No, change all this. Like they're halfway, not having a clue about what, how, what tradesmen have actually got to do and how much work it takes to do all this stuff. So, so he's going like, okay, well, I'll change that. He just kept changing his mind. Then one day he just came down and said, no, this is all wrong. You guys are taking too long. And then like, look, we've done it. We can't do any more. We need to be paid for like the stuff. We've, you keep getting us to change stuff. If we can do this, but I'm going to need the money up front for the materials. So then he's like, okay. Then he didn't pay them the money up front. They did all the work. And then they're fucking down like six, nine, like nine grand. Obviously nothing to him. So he, he thinks it's fine to rip someone off for nine grand. Like, but obviously they're like, well, no, we're fucked. And then, then he nicked their tools. And he went back to get a tool. So he ripped them off for nine grand. Nine grand? You could have got your uh, attic uh, insulated for uh, I mean, I haven't looked up if this is all properly true, but I'm imagining that though, that those bits are. Or, yeah, for... 
as far as everyone knows. So then he, so he goes back to get his tools. Then Tommy Lee gets a, pulls a shotgun on him and he's like, fuck you, you're not getting your tools back. So then Seth Rogen's like, okay, or his character name, whatever. He starts Project Karma. That's what it's called in the film. So he starts writing in his book. And it's, it's quite good. It's done by the same uh, or the same people who did I, Tonya. So it's done, I think, at that same pace. It's quite pacey. So it's quite, well, it's watchable. But it's just where you just you just know that the information you're being fed is like very one-sided or mostly bullshit, really. Um, but then, so yeah, that, so he, plan, he does this big plan about how to, to break into the house. So even so, Tommy Lee's got his fucking big sheepdog, and he, he goes and buys this rug so he can make himself look like the sheepdog. Crawl across the lawn so that the fucking security guy doesn't notice him, then knocks out the camera. So again, I don't know whether this all happened. This is all just mm. to get into the house. He already knew the way in through the garage or something. Yeah, then he jacks up the garage door with a car jack, goes in under the two foot gap or whatever, then, and then he knew where the safe was because he was a chick like he'd worked there and everything. And then yeah, nicks the safe and then takes it out because yeah, he's dismantled the security camera so on the, he can go out on the so he's got a what's it a, but a sack barrow uh, to put the safe on, and then he just wheels it out and somehow fucking shifts it shivvies it up into the back of his van, takes it out into the fucking woods somewhere um, or into the LA countryside. Uh, opens it up and it's got all his guns and stuff in it like fucking loads of money so he got his he would have made his nine the thing is this is where it goes yeah he, he may have taken it too far because he definitely got his money's worth through the guns and all the other stuff that he pawned in yeah. but then it's then he finds the tape obviously and it's like oh actually how much more money can I make through the tape and then, about a million yeah so then and then, and then it's or, got then that's quite good with Nick Offerman playing the porno guy and then they hook up to, then they hook up trying to sell the video around and that's quite interesting seeing how it all went down but yeah or during in real life he just nicked the tape while he was working there <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just had a little look around. And yeah, like, yeah. And just the and tape just was in the machine. Out. He just nicked it and well, made up all out of the camera. Yeah. Uh, do you reckon you know David Beckham, international man of mystery, handsome, uh, handsome fella, absolutely a strapping man. Who's me? Do you reckon he's ever had an affair? Do you remember that Rebecca Lou's thing? Because I reckon David Beckham must have had some affairs in his time. What the fuck are you, are you doing? A list from twenty years ago. Yeah. yeah. We, talk, we talked about him fucking like, having a fair Rebecca Luce before. Like, why would... Like, like, 2008. Uh, you you seem like a guy that can teach. You know they say those that can teach. I don't know if you ever heard that expression. You've got, <laughs> you've got the... Uh, those, are, those that can't. But I, I think I'd be a good teacher. I think I can. And I think I can teach too. What do you reckon you're chosen? I think I can and I can't. Would you those that can't drive... Be? What's your chosen subject be? Farting. <laughs> hey, kid. <laughs> I'm the cool teach. That was a real fart. No, what would your chosen subject be? Seriously. Oh, God. Uh, religious science. <laughs> oh, ma- God. <laughs> Not farting. Religion. Clearing out the room. Um, Come on, put it together, mate. Uh, my subject would be... I do, I do drama, obviously. I do drama or... Um, Art. Okay. Yeah, one of the cop-out subjects. One of the cop-out subjects where you don't really have to teach. Hi, class. Uh, we've got a new teacher in today, and he's your new drama teacher, so please make him feel really What's welcome. What's the smell? There's something smells. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's... I want my mummy. Je- That's Je- me, guys. I like to do a warm-up exercise where you, where you really shake loose. You really shake loose. Shush a minute. Shush a minute. Shush a minute, Mr. Greg. Shush a minute. Mr. Greg. Let me introduce, okay, you, to, let me introduce you to the class. So, class, uh, yeah, we've got a new teacher today. He's uh, your new drama teacher, so he will be joining us. So, please make him feel more than welcome. Can everyone please say hello to Mr. Hickson? Hello, Mr. Hickson. It stinks, in it? Oh, I've got to repeat myself. Oh, I do like to do a shake-off. The reason it smells of farts in here is because I like to do a shake-out exercise and then I get really... Really loose, and then I let, and then I fart sometimes. Mr. Hickson, so please, 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 so Mr. Hickson, make me repeat. This is so please. fucking annoying. Please, Mr. Hickson, can you what calm you down, about? please, Mr. Hickson? No. <laughs> 
next day I'm sorry Mr Hickson won't be coming back to the school children I'm afraid he's, he's no longer with us we've got another teacher his name's Mr Ribena oh I want to get Covid hi Mr Ribena <laughs> what was yours Chubbs up chub, chub, uh, game I, I teach the little kids how to get pussy yeah the game <laughs> so let's see how he does that Let, uh, children we've got a new teacher in school today he's going to teach you how to get pussy and it's Mr Ribena say hello to Mr Ribena I, I don't care if there's any heterosexual women in here we're only dealing with met boys who like girls and lesbians it stinks okay. in here no. <laughs> we, <laughs> I probably, no I wouldn't I wouldn't teach that um, I'd want to be a substitute teacher so you just sit there and tell them to get on with their workbooks and then go outside and have a smoke and see if there's any decent looking teachers see you don't fuck about I'd do I'd be like uh, Robin Williams in uh, Dead Poets Society whatever he, ta- whatever he taught English ta- wasn't he it? taught po- poetry or, did he t- or Latin what did know. he teach exactly I assume it's poetry or English I you assume it was English, English. it must, it must be have English, been yeah, yeah. Right, children, we've got a new teacher today. Uh, he's come into the school and he's going to be teaching you English. So please give a warm welcome to Mr. Hickson. He's your new English teacher. Ooh. Hi, Mr. Hickson. Hi there, kids. Nanu, nanu. What's going on? I'm going to teach you some poetry today. Oh, what's no. going on? Stand up at your desk. Nanu, nanu. Carpe diem. He looks a lot like that teacher that got kicked out the other day. He's not very good at improv. <laughs> <laughs> nanu, nanu. <laughs> he's dried up. Oh. Anyway, yeah, let's play a game we haven't played for a long time and I'll I'll describe someone and you've got to guess who they are, someone famous. Uh, we used to play it a while ago. So, Is it Elvis? Okay, right. So they were born on the 1st of August 1978, which means they're now 43 years old. They were Badly Green, Stoke-on-Trent, Staffordshire, England. Uh, their occupation is an entertainer, a singer and a presenter. They have two children and they're married to a spouse, Nicky Wheeler, since 2004. They were born in Badley Green, Stoke-on-Trent, to Aidan Wilkes and Graham Wilkes. They spoke most of their childhood in Packmore. Jonathan Wilkes. Yes, fucking hell, mate. Jonathan Wilkes, clues well done. In, the clues in the names of the I parents was, I was there, waiting, I Yeah, I was waiting for the clue we're in. His first name's Jonathan. Yeah. Well done, mate. So, so what about World War Three breaking out then? Well, more importantly than that, I always do a segment called Remembering Jonathan Wilkes, <laughs> where we talk about some of our finest memories. I barely of, did remember him. Just as well. Oh, yeah, uh, Robbie Williams, Some mate. of our finest memories. Is Robbie of, Williams' is Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. one of his best mates. Our finest memories of Jonathan Wilkes. He doesn't go on Wilkes. about it, does he? Yeah. Um, anything you can remember about Jonathan Wilkes? I remember he did he some charity album matches. He did like Michael Bublé type songs, doesn't he? He did, yeah. Um, that's it. I remember thought. any of the shows he presented? Nope. Well, would you like to know I what remember he was, doing he was now? in that. He was always in that charity football thing whenever Robbie was there. Yeah, yeah. he right. was always uh, running up behind him. And I've noticed since Robbie's got married, Jonathan Wilkes not around anymore. He's a bit like um, Jimmy Darmody, but uh, like Jamie Oliver's mate. But he's, but he's, but Jimmy. I think he's actually quite good in his own because he's got his farm and everything. Jonathan Wilkes hasn't got a farm. He hasn't, I mean, know, he hasn't got his own show about a farm. I mean, you know how you know how Carrie Johnson got rid of Dominic Cummings. Do you reckon Robbie Williams' wife did the same thing with Jonathan Wilkes? Probably. Jonathan Wilkes now owns a chain of chicken shops. So you're attending? Imagine you're you're at a nan's your, your nan's funeral. Let's do an improv like so. I'm at a funeral, right? So it's my nan's funeral. Uh, uh, excuse me, everyone. Oh, I'm really sorry to interrupt you. Uh, we had a singer coming to sing one of my nan's favourite songs but they haven't turned up uh, they've been quite ill and they've been stuck in they, they've been quite ill and they're also stuck in traffic at the same time so they've definitely got coming I wonder if there's anyone here that can sing Robin Williams Angels I know this is a long shot and it's probably not if anyone knows the lyrics to Angels here um, is there anyone out there that knows it or can I can do a it? mean Viva Las Vegas oh no it was one of my nan's favourite songs was Robin Williams Angels I'm afraid 
I'm loving angels What's that? Who's that? And through it all She offers me protection A lot of love and affection Whether I'm right or wrong And through the waterfalls Whatever it may take me I know that it won't break me Something or other She won't forsake me Seems drink I'm gonna set my soul Gonna set my soul on fire can we kick good, the guy yeah, out so you can be in Las Vegas, please? I'm trying to think angels. Absolutely beautiful. Sorry, I didn't expect him to do that. Sorry, no, sorry. Uncle Jack, he's really drunk. I'm going to sing Viva Las Vegas. He's a rules. big fan of Elvis, <laughs> I think. Oh, what happened to the man from Del Monte? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said... He kept, saying, he kept saying yes. He kept saying yes, and he's, he joined an improv group. <laughs> and, uh, he's yes, joined, and he joined Second City. Um, yes, and he kept saying yes, yes and, yes, and, and, and. He, got, he got crushed by a ton of the oranges. Man, he liked to say yes, and they said, "Should we drop it here?" And he went, "Yes," and he got crushed by oranges. But then again, there is something happens to you, isn't there? If you eat too many oranges, what is that? Is it scurvy or something? Or is that no? It's the opposite. Treat, yeah, it's the opposite. opposite if you it? don't eat enough oranges, what if you eat too many oranges? <laughs> you turn orange. You You'll turn grow. into an orange if you eat another orange. Turn into a, a sunny day. It's not good for you to eat just one food all the time, is it? It's not the best. You need to have like a varied no. diet. There was a there's a guy. You remember that thing? There was a show where there's like a show about freak, people freak people, eaters. Freak eaters. Yeah, people who know there's people who ate too much. And then people who ate too little, and yeah, and then they had to change, and they had to swap their diets around or whatever. It's like, right, you've got to eat. I can't remember how it went. There was a girl, I remember there was a guy who only ate burnt sausages. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's so weird. Nah, like, it, I mean, only eating he sausages. stitched her up. Yeah, only, <laughs> only eating sausages is one thing, but like just burnt sausages. And then, yeah, it was like just burnt sausages and tea. I think he, he survived on like cups of tea and the occasional burnt sausage. Do you remember that? Do you remember that bloke? He'd he done all right. I mean, he's still alive. Do you remember that bloke that celebrated Christmas every day and he had Christmas dinner every single day? I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you yeah. know what happened to him? What he died lonely. Died alone, and everyone hated him. Really? No idea. Right. Oi, I'll be the man from Del Monte. Ask me if I want a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, Daryl, Daryl Del Monte. I decided your name's Daryl. Um, what, what's his first name? Man. I reckon it's no, because it's, it's I reckon it's like Gustavo or something like that. Gustavo Del Monte, something like that. Fernando Del Monte. Dave. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> My name is Dave Del Monte. Um, so Dave. Uh, so Dave, uh, would you like a cup of tea? Yes, please. You always do say yes, it's true. Oh, yes, please. The man, the man from Del Monte says, yes, please. Our next improv, oh, yes, um, a dodgy lodger that's nicking stuff from the house. And then I have to sit you down because I've caught you nicking the stuff. Another word for you and ask if you've done it. Uh, Mike, can you come and take a seat in here for a minute, please, uh, mate? Yeah, you want, mate? <laughs> uh, yeah, we've just noticed that um, in the bathroom a few things have... I know we're all uh, sharing the room, but a few things yeah. have gone missing, I think. Uh, well, oh, have they? Yeah, a few of uh, James's... No, yeah, nothing to do with me, mate. Nothing, nothing to do with me. I'd... Well, a few of James's razor blades and some shaving cream. And we left some change on the side. Oh, and... no, I mean... <laughs> oh, come on, it's a bit of change, shaving cream. But I, I mean, who'd nick that? Well, we've noticed... I mean, that's some... a bit jippo, isn't it? Yeah, well, I actually... I, I'm sorry, I don't want to... I know I went, I went into a room when you went out. Yeah. And we found the shaving cream and the razor blades in your room. No, oh, well, I mean, I didn't nick them. I just, I just borrowed, I just, I don't know. They're only shaving cream and razor blades. I forgot whose they were. I thought they were we mine. We don't mind, but can you just ask I think I'm going to you... move. I think if you're that precious about razor blades and shaving foam, I'm not sure if I want to live here. 
Well, I think I'll just move out. Can so, you just ask? We don't mind. You just need to ask. Nah. You know, we're a religious family. Just <laughs> what, ask. What's that got to do with asking? Because we're Christian. Yeah. But what, what, if you're Christian, you have to ask. That's not. Yeah, a, that's not one of the and we won't mind giving you them. Oh, I don't know. Just ask. And we've heard some noises coming from you at night. You know, when you when you I masturbate, can you please sh- shut the door? No. <laughs> I, I get scared. I get locked in syndrome. I get. I'm scared. of... Locked in, locked in syndrome. That's not my thing. No, I get claustrophobic. Cause I, I have to masturbate at the door. Open my husband's walked past and caught a glimpse of you tugging. I got stuck in a lift once. Tugging me. I couldn't wank. <laughs> I my couldn't husband's wank walked past and caught a glimpse of you tugging me. And I know the lift story, and you've told us that before. Yeah. But please, you have to shut the door. Just have a window open or something. No, that's not the same. It's just I can't escape out the window. It's about being able to just flee. Uh, with my cock in my hand. I just, I just want to say that questions were raised whether or not we should talk about the Elvis trailer, and then you do that. <laughs> That's, I don't want to. I don't, no judgment. Just saying. Well, no, yeah, well, I, I haven't watched the Elvis trailer. Have yeah, I, no, no. I know. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't, I'm not pointing fingers. If you want to put your hand up and yeah. admit to it, that's fine. So, what about this World War Three business then? Well, what about it? It's well, a, well I, I've got, I'm kind of it's getting a bit boring. I was I was excited initially. Boring already. No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah only with the coverage because I was like, oh well, I'm not. Uh, I've had a day off today. I've been working, I'm doing a bit of decorating, well, parents, whatever. But uh, yes, yeah, so I've been oh, up early playing the switch with the news on in the background. Like, oh, what's this? Any bombings? Any new missiles? What's this going on here? Uh, so I'd heard it all by about the first couple of hours, and they were repeating themselves. But the problem is now. That there is quite worrying because everyone's going. It's not enough stopping. He does obviously he doesn't give a fuck about sanctions. Clearly, obviously, he doesn't care about the Russian people. He's got loads of money. They've got hundreds and billions ready for this. Like. St- uh, stashed away screwed away screwed away just for wars they, he couldn't yeah, but there's oil and in the there's oil like, and industry in the areas he wants to take he's a dangerous take. guy and we've got to deal we've got to deal it's got to be military for, we've got to be showing more force I know it's difficult it's like like uh, Biden said as soon as a Russia, uh, an American shoots a gun at a Russian or vice versa that is World War 3 I mean starting well, it's like, well also but, NATO, uh, NATO can't go in it needs to be more sneaky in. shit it's got to be SAS what are the SAS for we're the best of the best what are they sending Ross Kemp in sending five SAS along with um, Sylvester Sloan and Arnold Schwarzenegger against 190,000 Russians. They should be all That'll right. do it. It's like Kenny Everett said, though, let's nuke Russia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the guy, I used to think that the Americans are dicks for being like all like, oh, the fucking commies and bloody commies. I thought they were overdoing it. They're a bit, not communists. I know it's not the same. Communism and uh, Putin just being a nutter <laughs> yeah. is not quite the same thing. But I think uh, yeah, I like to think that they were talking about just the Russians in general. They're sneaky. But the thing is, the Russians were cunts. The Russians were going to divide up Europe with Hitler. Stalin was going to divide up Europe with Hitler. To begin with, Putin, Putin's just finishing what fucking Stalin started. It's only because uh, when Stalin sent it, Molotov, the, his fucking advisor, over to, to talk with Hitler, that, that things broke down because Molotov was like just totally on his case going so what, what about Russia what about Russia and Hitler was just in fancy land going oh yeah we'll give you this give you this being really vague and yeah. Molotov was like mm, just really drive him and they didn't get on at all and after that Hitler was like fuck Russia and Russia was like fuck Hitler and then they joined and joined us if it hadn't been for that little meeting yeah. they, they'd fucking done what Putin's doing now you know what I mean so I'm saying fucking we've got to deal with him Some, I mean, not me I'm, I'm, my plan is to move yeah, as Frank- close to Putin as possible because he's the safest in all of this because he's going to nuke everyone else and yeah, and then I don't Franco know. Franco and Hitler didn't get on, and I thought it was because Franco was quite annoying, but it turns out Hitler was the one that couldn't get on with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, who would have thought it? <laughs> I've had, Hitler was a dick. You've had 40 years on this planet, you've had 40 years of awareness of being in this existence. Yeah. Um, you're, you're lucky that the awareness you've been born into is not one that's somewhere completely 
like shit like, where most places on this planet are so you know shit. what's going on so yeah, yeah. and you've so had I'm, 40 good years yeah. okay it is all downhill from here like going forward it doesn't get any better your body will start to degrade where the wind blows. do you know what makes me laugh there's, there's so, tribes in Papua New Guinea that don't even know what a phone is let alone what Covid is or World <laughs> War 3 <Divs>. yeah. <laughs> Are you going to go and move in with them? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're the last people. Well, you'll yeah. be the tallest yeah, one there. Mean, <laughs> you uh, say you're the man from Del Monte. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am Fernando Del Monte. I mean, Dave Del Monte from Aylesbury. I saw in, um, in Question Time um, that I think she was a Lib Dem, stood up, and you know, you've got, oh, what's it called, where you've got parliamentary freedom to say whatever you want. She said, um, that the Tories have only put sanctions against three uh, Russian oligarchs that are resident here. There's 35 that need to be uh, that need to be named. And she started reading them out. And uh, you hear the surnames. And one of them was like Kalashnikov, and then it was like Molotov. And I was watching it. Go, yeah. She she needs to little, she needs to be careful when she's going home and having a cup of tea or crossing the road. I'll tell you what though. Let's lighten the mood a bit now because obviously we don't want to hear too much about war. Let's pretend it's not happening. Let's do another episode of the Archers because we've got a new character coming in. <laughs> Let's improvise it again. Here we go. Bong. Ding. Morning, Frank. Morning. Morning, Pete. You about that war? Uh, did I? Fucking. Did I? Yeah, over and over. They fucking play repeating the thing. Yeah, did somebody keep, say war? They keep repeating themselves again. Sanctions, we're gonna we're gonna cut off their oh we're gonna cut off their food. He's got loads of food stash, you don't give a fuck, he's gonna kill everyone. Frank, I got yeah. my young boy Pip with me today. Oh hello mate, sorry, yeah, Pip. Hello, Mr. Frank. You alright, mate? You alright, little fella? Pip's working for me. Oh, is he? Oh, about time you started. You're sixteen we're, now, aren't you? We're having trouble I mean, exporting our cheese to Europe. I, I well I didn't vote Brexit. I didn't didn't make sense to me. They put, uh, they put the cross in the wrong box. I mean, I don't like the travellers. I don't like the gypsies. But, Pip, uh, oh, calm no, down no, a minute. Yeah. Hey, Frank, wife's leg's still bad. That's why I got Pip helping me. Okay. okay. Um, or was it your wife's leg that was bad? Yeah, sorry. Yes, you don't yes, remember? Yes. yes, I do. Got it stuck. Got it stuck trying to get it out. Yeah. That's right. Pip's yeah. a strong boy. Feel his muscles. Oh, oh yeah. Fucking hell, Pup Black, you would like to fucking feel on them. They're good, aren't they? Yeah. He certainly can help me shift some sheep. We've yeah. got to go backfield tonight, moving some sheep up to the trolley, taking them now down to old Winchester's place. Going to take a oh, sheep yeah. firmly from behind. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, see, I've joined the... I've just decided to sign up to the old guard because all this, uh, World War, you know, like Dad's Army. The home guard? Home guard, yeah. Because I'm, I'm quite old. I'm the old home, old guard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, it's like Dad's Army. Um, do you want to sign up? I didn't know it's they like, still did that, did they? Yeah, I mean, you just go down there with your shotgun... And then if um, if the Jerry's come up to, uh, I mean it's unlikely they're going to come up here. Uh, the Jerry's, well, it's unlikely the, the Jerry's Russians, are going to come up. <laughs> yeah, I know because they're not, the Jerry, they're on our side. The Ruskies, whatever you know, the Rus the Russos. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know a name. Ruskies, for them. that's Ruskies, a biscuit, yeah. isn't it? Rus- yeah. Rusks. Rusks, that's it. Farley's Rusks. That's it. Dad, it'd be oh, better off nice. being a fire guard. You would be. Yeah. You're about Jim and Pam. No, oh, what's going on with them now? I thought you knew about that. No, oh, well. <laughs> I did. I knew about the last thing, but it's obviously something new. Are you sure you want to spill? <laughs> no, I knew. You're the one spill. There's something new. I knew about the last thing. <laughs> oh, no, I remember. <laughs> they had, a, they had a, a, a birthday party for their little girl, didn't it? And the birthday party blew away in the wind, and there was four kids on it at the that's, time. That's it, the trampoline. Yep. 
thought it was a bouncy castle. The trampoline. And a trampoline. And tra- oh, yeah, because the winds were that powerful. The it trampoline, trampoline flew as well. into the bouncy That's castle. Right. Sliced her head off. Decapitated no, the trampoline, her. No, the trampoline fucking flipped onto the bouncy castle. It was and windy. And the updraft took the bouncy castle up with the trampoline on top of it. Dad, Dad, tell oh. him about Jeremy Clarkson moving in up the top field. Oh, you won't believe this. We've got a TV crew up there. Oh, bloody hell. This is farm programme. You've seen that? Oh, I have, yeah. Clarkson, he thinks he's a bloody farmer now, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, he's pissing about like annoying yeah, people with the bloody... yeah. Fuck off, Clark. I have to show him a thing or two. Yeah. Like you did to that guy's car with your mint machine. That's right, yeah. The combine harvester, I'd fucking... Yeah, just... Killed his up. wife, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, just chopped it up. I didn't know she was on the passenger side at the time. But that proved to be a better gag than I thought. Uh, yeah. But obviously, yeah. Still, stand the ground law. Well, obviously, I clubbed him over the head with a fucking bat, so he's like, he's meant, he's like brain damaged now, so he doesn't know, doesn't know it was me and can't grasp me up. That's uh, so how I got away with that. Anyway, we best get back. we got a lot to do. That's right. So, Should we sing the music? Might as well. Yeah, we might as well. <laughs> So um, Miley Cyrus has teamed up with Elton John to make a song. Uh, what two musical dream team-ups would you like to see? Is there any on your mind that you've always wanted to, have you always dreamt about musical um, team-ups? <laughs> or maybe an old... Lewis, Lewis Capaldi and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Miley, Cy- Miley Cyrus <laughs> the ginger nightmare the ginger yeah the ginger force I, I, like- I was thinking I was just thinking this today because I was like because Lewis Capaldi that song like I was getting kind of used to being someone you love that's a really good song and he sings it because it's a really hard song to sing I wouldn't try and do it I would never try and actually do the whole thing karaoke it'd blow your throat out like, oh you not so my, I mean I mean, maybe I you're could so what's that word when people are so humble and they think they're not as good as they are humble <laughs> is it <laughs> dickhead <laughs> when you're really humble. <laughs> um, humble. Do you know, it, do you know who played good? piano on Elton John's Yellow Brick Road? Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Uh, Elton John? Oh. <laughs> Tim Rice. I have to work a bit harder on my quizzes. Um, I, so, yeah, that, that would be the awesome... But I was just thinking that Ed Sheeran... Because like, often Ed Sheeran must get, every now and again go, oh, I wish I'd written that song. Because a lot of people probably do that with his songs. Go, like, oh, I wish I'd done that. Because it's burned loads of money. But I reckon definitely with Lewis Capaldi, he'd probably be like, oh, that's, I think that's, he'd, he would listen to some of his shit and be like, yeah, he's a, another ginger one who's done all right. I like, uh, I think you need to have an old school, like Tom Jones needs a team. He teamed up with Catonia. Catatonia. Catatonia, didn't he, years ago. Catatonic, like you. But I reckon that's where Tom Jones is missing a trick. He needs to team up with Duo Leaper. Or Ooh, something yeah. like that, like a young. Well, he had, this is Tom Jones, a TV show where he he duetted with all the main soul singers Julie, of the time. That was quite Julie good. I think she's a bit cool, and I think that she'd find that uh, that'd be a bit naff to do a team up thing with Tom Jones. She'd, I don't know, but although it's quite popular. Did at the you moment. see Tom Jones and Johnny Cash? That was quite good. Um, but no, she's very poppy though, so she's not. I don't know. No, I think. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say? say Tom again? Jones uh, duet with uh, Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. No, yeah, no. they did a melody. John, that was really Johnny good. Cash has done. A, has, he's done quite a few, hasn't he, with people? Or has he? I don't know. There isn't. How many old rockers are still alive? Oh, uh, Mick Jagger. But, 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 uh, Mick Jagger. Yeah. Well, all the smoke. Uh, and Keith Richards. They're, they're still going. So Mick Jagger because they placed themselves with... on the Charlie. That's why they didn't go fucking mental. They used, used, used to get the roadies to blow up their arsehole with a straw. No, well, that's what was more. Um, think uh, Fleetwood. Uh, what's her face? Stevie uh, Nicks. Stevie Nicks, yeah. Oh, well, she used to blow up their arseholes. No, Stevie Nicks used oh. to get it blown up her uh, bum hole. Oh. Have you ever had coke blown up your arsehole? I've not done that job. Uh, Have you no, had coke blown no, up your arsehole? No, my mate, uh, J-Pops asked me to do it to him once. Is and it? he was actually serious. Is it good, though? Because he fucking sneezes all the time when he does it. He, <laughs> he sne- he's, like, he's got an aversion to 
to sniff in. Oh, it's like having an enema with champagne or whatever. Mm. Apparently, that's quite good. If you're into that sort of thing. Uh, what's meant to be good? A candy flip. What's that? What's a candy flip? That's MDMA and something else. Mm, uh, GHB I don't know I can't remember I don't really know much about it <laughs> anyway uh, the older you get the days get faster wouldn't it be boring if everyone was the same you ever thought that everyone, sorry that's two different things there isn't it as, the, as you get older don't you find the days get, get faster, faster but wouldn't it be boring if everyone looked the same <laughs> yeah, which one would I answer both of those at yeah, the same both, time please <laughs> I the think first one again? <laughs> I think both days do get faster well yeah it's all relative because the older you get then yeah you've been alive a certain <laughs> amount of time yeah. the same. and then um, that would make a really good at- lyrics to an ambient song <laughs> and yeah if everyone was the same it'd be like what I'm a robot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some places they are, aren't they? I mean, well, actually, I find a lot of people in Ellsbury are the same. Makes you think, doesn't it? I was like, if you go to the pub, and you know, yeah. like, there are certain simps, people I'd consider simps, mouth breathers, and I, they are all the same. I tell you what I do think, when I used to work in town, there's a lot of people that hang around all ta- town all day that you yeah. see every day. They're all the same. Whatever town you go they're to, they're very those similar are all the people. Same. Yeah, they're all the same. But they'd be similar in every town you ever yeah, go yeah. to. Yeah. I heard a lovely phrase, I said someone from out of town came, was, I was chatting and that, and he said, I went around, what happened to all the music in this town? He goes, like you go into the, I won't say the name of the pub, he goes, you go in that, that pub or that pub and all they're playing is pub step music. I thought that was quite good. <laughs> I had a, we are all the same person though aren't we just doing different things uh, what <laughs> do you not agree with that that's what that was my that's enlightenment revelation different. that's hive mate we're not, that we're all exactly the same thing obviously as we are the yeah. same thing we're all just doing different stuff we're well, all we're, the same person just mate, we're all oh, yeah. all our atoms in our body are made from stars because you can't because yeah. you can't make you can't make atoms apart from in quantum uh, quantum physics maybe you should tell Vladimir Putin all this hey we're all the hey, same sit person down, man. man we're just doing different things you're just doing something really weird yeah like, you're right loads of fucking what are you doing Putin hey Putin people like me sit smoke down and play this. Zelda smoke, smoke this. this play this yeah welcome to Hyrule much cooler than the Ukraine man I bet he hasn't got a PS5 that's the problem why would you invade why would you invade uh, Ukraine when you can invade Hyrule with well, Link just throw loads of cheesy biscuits at him Putin on the Ritz for those that don't know Hyrule is the world the magical world of in the computer game Zelda you do seem a lot really worried about this thing, like it's playing on your mind. Is that because you watch the news all day today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. done their job on me. Got me scared. I don't got think, me, I won't. Got me I'll, I'll never panic about any no, of this not, shit I'm not, at I'm all not pan- I'm not panicking. It's, it's, I find it very interesting. I'm just, I just find it funny that they're all so stupid because everyone's going, there is quite a few people going like, I don't know why everyone keeps talking about fucking sanctions. We've got to do something more. And cause, but yeah obviously no one wants to take that step but they've got to figure out a way of showing force just going like, mm, like well, they're not rung you up lining yet. up a load of fucking ships but then because Putin said Putin said if anyone steps up I'm going to nuke so it, that is pretty much what he said and they're, they're, they're trying to decipher this at the moment so like, that's what's been said well because no, no, no one from NATO can set foot into Ukraine because that will cause all-out war. So all they can do is sanctions. And Boris has done sanctions against three Russians who aren't in the country. Yeah, but they've done more who, today. Yeah, but yeah, I was saying before, who in America had already put sanctions on them four years ago. And I saw this morning when I first saw about the war, they said, like... Um, Putin has invaded um, Ukraine on four fronts and um, Boris Johnson has responded with a strongly worded tweet. I've got a really good idea. So you get the biggest, like get Elon Musk on the case, get Elon Musk, uh, all the others, get Bezos. Elon Musk, Bezos, yeah, and they're all Yanks. Get them, get, get them to team up, fly up a massive fucking rocket, whatever. And your Bill Gates. 
and Bill Gates, whatever. Create a giant robot. But no, and Richard Branson, English as well, to get them all team up. Uh, no, giant spaceship that can contain, the- that can you can build a fucking no, have a fake meter, no, not fake meter, cut off a bit of Mount Everest, yeah, a big chunk of Mount Everest, fly it up there, then drop it on the fucking Kremlin. No, find out, get some decent intelligence on the ground, find out where Putin is, drop that kind out of the sky. They think it's just a meteor. They're like, oh, fucking, what are the chances? Putin's been fucking, the whole of the Kremlin's been wiped out by a fucking meteor. Well, I think you've just ruined that by giving giant... away on the most popular podcast. Oh, in... yes, yeah, shit. <laughs> if only we didn't have so many fucking listeners. I thought you were going to say giant haystacks. <laughs> but you know, drop giant haystacks on the Kremlin. That was sort of out. And not, not to kill him, no, he just gets down there and starts fighting them all. So, so apparently, just beats them all up. Apparently, Putin's got at least two, maybe more, identical offices one at the Kremlin and one at his holiday home. And he might have another one, and they're all identical. So, whenever he does a video from his office, you don't exactly know where he is, oh, yeah, so you no, can't oh, hit him. Yeah, obviously, that's the thing. Uh, yeah. Bond. <laughs> yeah, Every- he is the ultimate Bond villain. And his head looks like an orange. Do you think people ever give get uh, bored of giving flowers as a gift? Because you know when you give flowers when you've done something wrong or said sorry, giving dead flowers as a gift, say sorry. So weird. Dead flowers. Dead flowers. Well, they no, are dead. They're, 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 they're alive. alive. Yeah, they usually go alive. dead quite soon afterwards, yeah. yeah. But it's a strange thing, isn't it? Like your missus or you're giving flowers to a young lady or a girl and it's the I thing they I tend to give them like. to my mum the most. Yeah. But it's not very often. I, I mix it up. I do chocolates and flowers. I do, flowers is usually like a Mother's Day thing. It's one of those things that's odd. She does, but the thing is, my mum's not a big flower person, but she does... Like, she pretends to like them when I give them to her, so... Well, apparently, if you cut them at the base at an angle and put them in lemonade, you don't need to buy them flowers. Well, well, why? No, that makes flowers last longer if you do oh, that. Oh, right, okay. okay. Have you ever get, I brought you some flowers, and then you actually give your mum a bag of flour. <laughs> that's actually that's more fair, handy. Some flowers. You'd so have to you, give her white or self-raising or yeah, maybe a brown. Yeah, brown, yeah. plain, self-raising. That'd probably be more expensive. A collection of flowers. See, that's a good... So, if you're on a... Do you reckon, because you're the Tinder master with like some of these ladies that you have mm-hmm. on Tinder do you reckon <laughs> as like a jape like a, jo- like a friendly joke do they think oh god this guy's got a great personality he's a good laugh I've got you some flowers and you do give them and different and flowers and then just give them some flowers that would be for, well I'd find that would hilarious would it go down well I don't that, know it depends on the, it depends on them doesn't it that wouldn't work written down though would it because they're spelt differently no yeah it d- d- depends on the. well you've heard you've heard the, re- the reactions I've got some people I've talked about tattooing their name on my cock and they've gone ho 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 how funny and then the more vanilla stuff they've been like meh I'm not found funny and then yeah some people have got a sense of humour some don't I'd find me personally I'd find that funny if I was a girl I mean I'd find it funny as a boy but um, as a girl still I'd imagine Oh, if they had a long name, tell us. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, I'm trying to say like, oh, girls, as if they've got a different sense of humour, but then sometimes they do. I mean, but uh, but, a good sense of humour is a good sense of humour. It it should transcend being a boy or girl. What's more important in a woman? Uh, My sense sense of humour or something else? Sense of (laughs) humour. Or something else. Yeah, see, always sense of humour. Either honesty or sense of humour I'd, I'd, I'd have to go with honesty then but no no not really sense of humour they can lie to me all the time as long as they laugh at my jokes that's the most important thing oh, unless in they're lying when they laugh my, more important in a woman honesty or your cock <laughs> oh god misogyny yeah, it's not misogyny <laughs> they're not cock they're lizards they're lizards yeah hey Craig David wrote a song called Seven Days do you reckon you could hang out with him for a week <laughs> no fucking way I met, her, met a girl on Monday She fucked up on Tuesday She's bored of me Well she's bored of me by uh, 6.30 on Monday evening You met a girl on Monday Took her for a drink on Tuesday 
Drink of a rinky drink. Chained up to the bed on Wednesday. I'll tell you one thing. And then I let her go on Sunday. And now she's dead because she, she was so dehydrated. One thing I didn't know about that song is there's a DJ Premier remix that was done at the time and it's like a hip hop song and he sings the intro as if he's Nate Dogg. Who does? DJ hey, Premier? Yeah. No, Craig, Craig it's David. It's Monday. Mm. Now it's Tuesday. Yeah, no, don't, 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 you, you've not heard it, have you? Hey? <laughs> I've heard it once and can't remember it. I'm just, I'm just having a punt. <laughs> okay, so if you're having like a, a relaxing day with your girlfriends or your boyfriends, what's a good time to start drinking? Is it the mid midday, twelve o'clock? <laughs> as soon as you get up, if you're, if you're really with someone. No, say you're going out for a night out with the girls. Oh, right. And then what's a good time to start your drinking? Is it <laughs> midday, earlier, or later? I would think it's later, always later, because by the time you get to the evening, surely you'd be wasted. All the boys. If you're going out later, then yeah, I'd start... Okay, I've got you. Well, it depends if you're eating or not. Ah. You, what you want to eat? There we go. You want to eat? You want to get an early dinner like I did today. So I got a, I, I did a, I got a big daddy steak from Aldi, which is, which is, it was uh, 454 grams rump steak. Nearly half a kilo, um, but it's pretty good for about four quid, four or five quid. I don't know, uh, but yeah, beauty. Flame grilled it, got the old uh, that fire thing out that I haven't used in fucking ages. Which I said I was, I'm going to cook steaks and that on this all the time. But I, I felt I was like, ah, this is worthy what, of a barbecue, flame grill. Barbecue thing. That mini barbecue thing. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I just got wood. I just get a fucking shitload of wood and then yeah, just flame grill off the wood. Um, yeah, cooked up a beaut. I've got some photos here on my phone if you want to see them. No, don't worry about no, that. No, because that doesn't really work. What was the point? What were we talking about that? Uh, so when you start drinking. Of, what sort oh, of Oh, yeah, right. So, so no. I, did, I got that meal in. Sorry, I got that meal in so it was ready for the time the chase was on at five o'clock because we're doing the podcast around seven, whatever that time. So that was a good time to get that meal in, decent meal in there, and then I could start drinking. So, yeah, I think an early d- dinner, decent dinner like that, then you can start drinking at five or six o'clock then you get a head start on the boozer because you want to get a head start on the, because beers are so fucking expensive a round costs you like 40 quid you know what I mean three mates it costs and you like 40 rest. quid and the rest <laughs> <laughs> fucking cocktails and wines well, apparently the average pint of price of a pint in the UK is £3.65 fuck off fuck off well, it's the whole place it's the whole well that's the average isn't it's it? the, whole the, the whole UK, UK the north yeah most there's more there's more population in the south isn't there I don't know yeah there must be yeah but it's not the well, no, amount of beers kind of it's the it. average price they take the price it's Kind of spread, around the though, country. Really, you've actually got more big cities up north if you think about it you've got Manchester Newcastle Liverpool Birmingham Midlands but it's sort of I mean Sheffield's not that big but yeah I don't know there's quite a few big places and then Scotland we've got well down- I saw that I saw that fact on the internet and people underneath where someone underneath went well where I live it's six pound a pint and it's like yeah but that's not how averages work is it London okay we've got the big ones on the coast haven't we so we've got Southampton Portsmouth Plymouth Bournemouth and all that shit down there Brighton so yeah, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work out population. I've never really thought about it before. How the population works out in the country, south to north ratio. If you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. But mm. the other thing is, whenever you're at an airport, you can have a pint, can't you? That's the law. Whatever time of day or night. That is true. Yeah, yeah. and it's totally acceptable. Yeah, yeah. You can, exactly. Well, that's what I was doing. So if you're an alcoholic, just hang out in an airport yeah. all day, pretend you're waiting for a flight. That's what, that was the best bit about me going to Ireland when I thought I was going there and I was at the airport going, yeah, drinking my Guinness at ten in the morning. That's or, why if we if we were a Tom Hanks in that film, it would have been very different, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. What film? Oh, the, the terminal. So yeah. If God created everything, how did He pay for it all? Yeah. Good question, man. You said about your burner. I was thinking about how what what sort of kitchen utensils have you got that you bought and never use? 
I'll tell you one you, you, I think everyone buys, they use, then stop the George Foreman grill. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. it. Well, I yes. used mine the other day. I made a toasty sandwich. Oh, well, mine was I, that. Yeah, I've done, I've done. I've had two versions of it, I think. Both. I think one I threw out, and then the second one I had for, for a while, and then I gave it to the guy upstairs. <laughs> like, we moved that when I was moving out. It was just covered in crap. Oh, thanks for this. Yeah, and he's just, oh, <laughs> he ate it. He just Help <laughs> me back in my wheelchair, no. man. That's, quite, that's mean. It's it quite nice. good it for when you're working guy. on site. Stuart, his name was, and he, he was he's quite a big guy. Husky. Oh, thanks for that, mate. <laughs> oh, you got it, Stu. I, I had this, uh, t- uh, this sort of weird tool, and like you put a courgette in it, and you twist it round and round, and it makes spaghetti. Spiralizer, yeah. I was tempted. I, I saw that as exactly what it was for you obviously I saw that as being that for me as well I thought like oh yeah that seems fun to use around someone else's house and then realise it's not very nice oh, yeah. guess what yeah. and I've it, got one. Work it ruins well a courgette look. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's good for one dish Izzy makes one dish she brought it for a tenner and makes one dish with it that it works perfectly well with. it's like this prawn pasta thing it's really good that's it nothing else is popcorn worth machine uh, the Tasmo and Dolce Gusto machines haven't had a workout in a while yeah. they're saying that if I see the things on offer, every now and again I'll go to B and M and I'll see the the Dolce Gusto things. Like, oh, that's a nice one, Kit Kat orange flavor or whatever. And then I'll get it. And, and then that's nice that they did that. I just made that one up. So I've got. Is that the one with the pods in it? Is that the one with the? They do lots of different weird. Because apparently you don't need to buy new right. ones. You can keep the empty one and then just make a cup of coffee a with the Nescafe. One. I think there's a chocolate orange one. What, no, just put Nescafe. No, in no, the pod? just make it normally. Oh right, okay, fair. But yes, yeah, so that hasn't. Yeah, they've gone. But popcorn making machine. That's another one. I was like, use that. No, like pouring the seeds in. You Ooh, wait for it to heat up. Movies. Yeah, but you're like, oh, it's much easier when you have got the bag with the butter in it. Because you try putting your own butter on it, melting your own butter, and it's shit. It just doesn't work. It's crap. Um, so that's that's. Have you ever made popcorn also, naked? Like been naked, like making I mean, popcorn. It's very dangerous. What in the microwave? Hot butter. No, with the machine. Uh-huh. If you're doing it over oh, the stove right. with what, the pan. No, no, that's not. That's not. That's not a machine. Uh, I mean, an electric machine. Is that why you and got? You plug it in. It looks like a. It looks like a blender. And you pull the seeds in, and it goes pop, pop, pop. Yeah, I remember. And it shoots it. Yeah, them yeah, out yeah. of the fucking. Is that why you got sacked from the Odeon? <laughs> hey, ba boom, tash. <laughs> they never hired me. They didn't even give me a job there. Um, and also, my cre- I got a crepe pan, and now now I use it as just like a really. I use it to fry. It's massive. I got a really big crepe pan. I made a few crepes in it. Realised I made better crepes in the fucking wok that I had, and then so now I just fry it and the odd single egg in it, and it's fucking huge. It's like the size. You know what I mean. It's like three feet across. I'm just frying single eggs in it. What I really need is a, just a little, a smaller pan for the smaller eggs. Hey, I've got something to ask but, you. No, I do omelettes in it as well. But Any more um, it's not utensil good. chat? <laughs> Any more kits and utensil oh, chat? I, say, if yes, I, if I do do omelettes in the crepe pan, but again, yeah. the wok or whatever, the other frying pan is, is better for that as well. The crepe pan was a total waste of money. I'll probably, if I present. think of anything in the week, I'll make a note and we'll bring it up next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to write in with utensils they've got, I think that's probably on our strongest. Where writing. can they email us? Idlematinee at gmail.com. General Snook, top tier Star Wars villain. What? Say that again? General Snook, top tier oh, Star Wars villain. <laughs> one of the best Star Wars no, villains. The one that, um, the one that Brendan Gleeson's son, Dominal Gleeson, played. Oh, He's yeah, even better. Because okay. you're, sn- you're Snooker Loopy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm definitely Snooker Loopy. I've got the t shirt, the pants, the shorts. I liked him when he was a hologram, and it's like, oh, what? He might, he, he could be a thousand feet tall. And then he turned out he was just normal size. I like it when that prawn goes, it's a flap. Cool. I don't know. He wasn't. The, I don't know. He wasn't as weird. It wasn't as bad as some of them. It's a flat. General Grievous, that stupid lightsaber wielding <laughs> robot. Yeah, yeah. With spinny lightsabers. It'd be good. You know, in this, you know when we have a heat wave, 
It'd be good. Oh no, some fucking what's that? Phantasma, the the lanky, silly, dopey bitch from uh, Game of Thrones. I know she's a lovely lady, but she was what's fucking the little green one called? Absolute y- dog shit. Yodel. There, <laughs> yeah, that little yodel cunt. He's fucking good when he flies around. Oh, there's been a lot of backlash about Boba Fett saying that when he comes out of the Sarlacc pit, it's supposed to be five days after he gets knocked in and he aged a lot, didn't he? And he had dentures put in. Well, like I said, he came out massive, like hench. When he went in as a slim yeah, guy from the 70s. 20 years older as well. Yeah, yeah, 20 years older from a different part of the Polynesian. And yeah. uh, is, is that classed as Maori? Well, yeah. Is that classed as Polynesian, New Zealand? No. I'm getting my parts of the... They, but they kind of look the same, don't well, they? Well, the, the theory... <laughs> The theory you know is, I mean? is because Disney believe that uh, the solo film didn't make money because um, they used a different actor than uh, Harrison Ford. So that's why they now, from now on, they're going to use the same actors or CGI. Deep fakes. It's fakey deeps. Uh, should we finish with a final um, improv before we do the brown bear or is there anything else you guys want to oh, talk we've got about? We've got to do my sketch. What's your sketch? Well, I'm not going to tell you again. I'll have a piss and then we'll do it. Okay, go on then. And I'll do a little improv of Greg before we do your sketch. All right, go on then. Right, so the group I'd like to do with you this evening, Greg, is one that's been suggested by a lovely uh, friend of the show called uh, Mr. Mark Crowford. And this is called Enemies Reunited. And I'd like to see how you would deal with, um, I'll be the bully, confronting your middle school bully in a supermarket in front of his wife and kids. Uh, okay, so I'll so be the who are you? What, I'll be the guy that used to bully you at school, okay. and I'm with my wife and kids in the supermarket, and you're confronted me. Begin scene. Uh, uh, yeah, we just need some cereals. Yeah, if you put them in the sink. Oh yeah, okay, little Jimmy, little Jamie. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. Okay, do yeah. We'll take that out on next Tuesday. We'll there. All right. Um. Uh, um. I've forgotten your name. Oh, you used to bully me though. All I know is you used Dave. to bully me, Dave. Yeah. I'm sorry, do I know you? Dave. Uh, um, I'm here with my wife and children. Do I know you? Sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I can't probably. Um. What? <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was, I'm sorry, I was, do I? I was going to do this thing because like, you used to bully me at school when I see you with your missus. I was going to give you a dressing down and, and say, oh, we're not so tough up. But you look, you're just, you look yeah, so, just you're so weedy. Kids you're so that. weedy looking. I was gonna, I was just gonna point out how much bigger I am than you now, and that I could just grab you by the head and smash, smash your head into the fucking frozen food section, and like pull your pants down and pretend to rape you in front of your missus and kids. But nah, there's no point in me. I'm sorry, doing that now. I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't place you. Did we go to school together? Oh, or? sorry, I should make myself more before saying all that. Um, yeah, can you keep it? Sorry, away from he used to children. bully me. You, you bullied me at school. He used to bully me. I wouldn't just say sorry. I'm, I'm the kids, kids don't, cry. don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Don't know your dad. Your dad used to be a prick. Like, no, look, I know. Look, I know it seems like I'm attacking a man and his family. Uh, your dad was a prick to me at school. Look, I wouldn't say that to him. And excuse oh, me, upsetting fuck. my wife and children. Yeah, look, please, okay, can oh, you just leave us alone? Sorry, I didn't go quite the way. Look, look. Uh, yeah, forget about it. My sorry. Yeah, thank you. Maybe I deserved it. Okay, bye. Yeah, goodbye. So as you, everyone knows, Johnny Ribena wasn't here last week, but he had a, he found an exclusive recording of the Prime Minister being interviewed, um, and he'd like to play that to you now. Uh, begin, Prime Minister. Uh, I put it to you that you're urinating in my soup. I understand why you're asking me that question, but it would be wrong of me to comment on a process that is currently underway. 
Uh, it's not something that's being investigated, Mr. Johnson. As a point of principle, are you pissing in my soup? As I said, I understand the question you are raising, and the answer to that will become clear in the fullness of time. Prime Minister, you could just answer the question if you choose to, and I just saw you with my own eyes empty your bladder into uh... my cock and leaking. Nothing would give me greater pleasure than to give you full and uh, detailed answers, but for now, just eat your soup. Thank you, Prime Minister. Bon appétit! Okay, right. Thank you for that. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Broadway Comedy Club. We've got some great acts here tonight, uh, yet again. We always do have. My name's Steve Mike Compare, and uh, we're going to introduce some acts yeah, now. Yeah. We all like a laugh. We all like fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just forget about what was going on in the world. Let's just relax and enjoy it while we still can. We're all still here. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our first act for you tonight is Professor Prof. Please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Professor Prof. Woo! Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The museum of the last living homeless person was an altruistic mind puzzle from the Victorian era that at once both dazzled and confused. The room contained a homeless person who was removed as their homeless status was instantly revoked the moment they were placed into the museum. Upon eviction, their homeless status was restored and they were escorted back to their room or one very much like it. The only possible respite from their perpetual marching orders was the merciful embrace of death, usually from weariness, and that finally invalidated their status as an attraction in the museum of the last living homeless person. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you very much, gentlemen. That was Professor Prof. Short and sweet. We love it. We've got another app for you now, ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together. We've got a lovely new guy coming to the stage, up and coming. Very good stuff. His name's Dogshit Coin Collector. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dogshit Coin Collector. Hello everyone, my name's Bobby Fisher. Uh, I'm a dog shit coin collector. I collect coins from dog shit. So, uh, and you may be thinking, why do you collect coins from dog shit, Bobby? Because that's where I find the rarest coins. I found a 50p that's worth, well, on eBay, it says it's worth about 500 quid. But when I put it on, it only got about uh, uh, 40p for it. But yeah, that's why they call me dog shit coin collector. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. That was Bobby Fisher. And now we have the final act tonight. He's been here last week. He's back with some new material. Everyone loves him. Headline act. Headline act. I'm absolutely smashing it. No heckling. He doesn't want any heckling this week. No, no, he's he, really annoyed last you week. Can heckle, though, you can just not talk, just constantly talking in the background. It's Saturday nights. He's back. Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, Saturday, Tino, Nido, Nido, whatever. Have you seen the price of the cloak room? Oh, what? It's Saturday nights. Shut up, that guy. Okay. Okay. So I've been thinking, um, you know, you like close your eyes when you're like kissing a girl, kissing a Sheila. Yeah. You're like, yeah, getting down there, you're going, yeah, mm, mm, and you're getting like down a romantic. You always close your eyes. I think we should probably close our eyes when we're having sex. I mean, sometimes. I mean, <laughs> I think women should. <laughs> I think the women I have sex with should, because I, I don't think us fellas look that great on the job, because. Uh, you know, like women, they look kind of sexy, they're back going moaning, going, oh, yeah, oh, give it to me, and all that. And you're like, yeah, that's quite sexy. Not but um, I'll get a bit self-conscious of my face when I'm having sex, like my, my own face, or just me, just me while I'm on the job face, when I'm like sweating away, going, yeah, 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 like dripping sweat in her face and that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure that's such a good look. Maybe you should close your eyes, love. But that's why I like doggy style. I think the main reason most blokes like doggy style is not because they're cavemen, and they're like, they're like dominating a woman. It's just so. Um, it's just like the woman can't see their fucking stupid face while they're fucking her. 
uh, I think that's the main draw of the doggy style. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, gentlemen. That well, was. No, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was going to talk about it. I was going to say, oh yeah, World War Three is happening. But luckily, I'm going to move back to Oz for that. You Europeans are fucked. <laughs> I know that's quite close to China, though, isn't it? Oh fuck. Um, I'll move somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Papua New Guinea. There we go. Right. Good night. Thank you very much, gentlemen. That was Saturday nights. It's a little bit of an encore there as well. Love the sex stuff. Really good stuff there. Uh, spot on observation there. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a great night. Have a safe journey home, and we'll hopefully be back next week for not all dead. Good night. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for this week's podcast. Uh, my name was Ben. This was Greg. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. And that was Johnny. In the words of Charlie Chaplin, proceed with the butchery. Can't believe he's back. Bye. Toodaloo. That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and aeroplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Churn world serves its own needs. Dummy serve your own needs. Beat it up and knock speed. Grunt no strength. It's the end of the world as we know it.